Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. Through the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome back to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. How's it going? Uh, what we do is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then uh, we're going to talk about each guest, uh, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? Uh, it was a great week there, Matt. Turned the old uh, four or five. So, still oh, alive. Yes. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy Christ. birthday, Kamar. I uh, would be happier if Simon had forgotten, but since he's a better friend of mine, he wished me our birthday. That's, that's very true, <laughs> Made Kamar. me feel the end part of his guilt trip. That's never going to happen. But I went out for dinner. And it was just so unnatural. It's just like, fuck it. Gross. With the people wearing masks and there's no menus. So you have to do the QR code with your phone to look at the menu. And it's just, it's, it's, it's more hassle than it's worth trying to enjoy yourself. I think that they should give you paper menus and then just burn them when they're done. Yeah. What's going on here? Are we animals? Like someone, well, that's not good for the environment. Someone Matthew, was- are we animals? No, you're right. We burn everything and put it up into the environment. We're humans. That's how we do it. Thank you. Um, someone told me they were at the Rippers, and all the all the Rippers have to wear masks. And I was like, that is <laughs> fucking incredible. I was like, that, that's that might fucking, work out well for the that's Rippers. That's so good. So wait, wait a second. The Rippers wear masks, and the people wear masks. Or I assume everyone wears masks. Oh, but yeah. I just think it's hilarious. The Only thought of when a you're girl, walking around. The thought of a girl wearing like a thong bikini on her face and her ass is fucking. That's so good to me. You see more of her ass than her face. That's it. Yeah. That's it also is really good for those girls that had total butter faces. You know what I mean? Like the ones where you... Well, yeah, like, that's where it might come in handy. Or that's herpes. It. Okay, sure. Or that. I'm just Yeah, saying. no, you're right. Throwing it out this. We're just spitballing here, Simon. There are no wrong answers. Okay? <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it a little mystery. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That's terrible. But uh, did you guys see uh, David Cho posted that video of uh, the dogs chasing the baboon? You sent it to us. Doesn't the baboon look so human? The way well, yeah, he's that's like, the idea. Well, no, I mean, it, it feels like it's, it isn't, but it's like like a guy in a suit. It's just so it's so weird. I did not like it. It was, but it again, was weird. It's eh? The same thing as the little fucking monkey pulling the kid off the bike and stealing the or you know robbing the kid. Like that's pretty human like. Um, like it almost seems like a little guy in a fucking yeah, monkey yeah, costume yeah, just yeah, stealing a kid. That uh, foundation got a huge boost. And we, this is something we've neglected over the years. Yeah, the, it, the Rogan bump. But isn't it weird? I'm more affected by the baboon getting killed by the dogs than I am the child being stolen by the monkey. Hmm. You feel more for the baboon than the child. Well, I mean, there's, I, something, there's just something about getting hunted by dogs. I yeah. assume uh, that's what it must and be. I assume that that monkey didn't actually get the baby. I think 
Of maybe course, you assume a human intervened yeah. and it was so all just a maybe fun the joke. one with the camera. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you saw that video. It was, it was floating around the internet, I'll say five years ago. Maybe it was 10, but let's say five years ago of uh, in Quebec. It was like a, a falcon or a hawk swooping down in a park and like picking up a kid. Fake. Yeah, it was fake. Yeah, yeah that's, that was my point. Yeah, was, I know. I'm sorry about that. Oh, fake. Fake news. Conspiracy prick over here. <laughs> but fucking I, asshole. I, I, I trust Debunked. David Cho. Debunked. Like he's, he's so real. I don't think he sends him the fake and it just looks so fake. Oh, I don't think it would. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it was also the footage, right? Like, and, and I also, I guess this is a good point, is that I also don't think just because that was fake that necessarily a giant eagle couldn't take a baby away. It's kind have of, you not seen the eagles that drag goats down the mountains? Yeah, well, like, we have. We just don't have those in Canada. You yeah. know what I mean? We don't have e- goat dragging America. eagles. <laughs> but it's kind of like um, crop circles, okay? And I've seen a lot of new crop circles pop- popping up lately, and they're really well done. And crop circles got debunked because... Um, yeah, a couple of British guys were like, this is how we do it, using the, these planks. This is how we do it, these two old men. And everybody was like, oh, that's what it is. Debunked. Every crop circle is just two old men. You know what I mean? That's funny. That's what my tramp stamp says. Every crop <laughs> circle is just two old men. That's not necessarily true. It's like, again, if you were trying to cast shade on the crop circles, you'd use the two old men a la your tramp stamp, and everybody would just be like, oh, yeah, all crop circles are shit. But I don't think that's the case, man. I think some crop circles are shit, and some crop circles are unexplained. And then now that everybody knows that... Uh, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll get off this in one second. I was just going to say, so in retrospect, Kamara, your week was good. <laughs> <laughs> I now, still don't think about crop circles. Now that everybody knows that these guys uh, are um, making the crop circles, why would anybody else bother making crop circles at this point? Do you think it's easy to go out there with those planks and make crop circles? No, but in it's a not. hold on, but hear me out. In a drone world, now there's actually more now it makes more sense to make crop circles than ever. Because before you had to make a crop circle, wait for a news company to show up. What do you and, think you're getting out of the crop circles, Maddie? What do you mean? What am I personally getting if out of it? If you and I go out there tomorrow yeah, and yeah. make a crop circle, yeah. what do you think we're going monetarily? I don't know. Bazingas. What do you think we're getting? Well, it depends. Like maybe zero. Stop. We're getting zero. How do you know? Maybe I have a YouTube channel called "My Drone Footage of My Crop Circles," and I have a million fucking subscribers. And if you vlogs it, see, Kamar's already on board. Kamar's okay. like, "Why have we not started this?" Because it's a lot of work. So <laughs> it's a lot of work. But listen, and doing this podcast is a lot of work. We still do it every no, week. You can't fuck up going out in the field and chomping down everything in big circles. And not only that, Kamar, like you're smoking a joint in the middle, and then all of a sudden you like step so You're fucked, man. Whole crop circle ruined. No, I don't, no, I don't think that's so. That's not how I it works. I think for this guy, they look a you lot more detailed than that. You don't know. It's like, a, it's like when you see a, what you think is a hot girl from a mile away, and then you get close and you're like, oh, it's a guy. Crop circle goggles. <laughs> crop circle goggles. <laughs> Simon, how was your week? Uh, Since you just stole Kamar's well, thunder. Well, yeah, I mean, he can have... You want the rest of my week? It's all yours. Well, I thought you were... You building, have more things I to thought talk you were about? Building, no, no. I mean, it was I, his birthday. I thought you were building... Yeah. Look at how dismissive he's being, birthday. too. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I thought you were uh, building paths you want to talk about or something. Oh, yeah. Something big. Metaphorically well, or... No, well, portals. A little, metaf- <laughs> a little metaphorically. Okay. But mostly... Um, mostly literal. Literally, <laughs> I've been building paths. I built one up at the cottage, like a path to the shower. And then I'm building one in the city now, a beautiful um, flagstone path. And 
So use a shovel and rock. Basically, those are your tools. Path to the showers. Uh, also, sh- Simon Simon's young autobiography. <laughs> Weird. Um, sorry, what, Kamar? Uh, I'm just wondering what you use to build these. Well, I use a shovel. Mm-hmm. I use a knife, a serrated bread knife. I use stone dust. Hold on, yeah, I'm with Kamar. So to, you're, to, to build your paths, you use a shovel, which I was with. Those rocks, the like shovel. Butter. I was like, okay, well, I mean, I guess if I was building a path, a shovel would be on the list. I'm using and then you said serrated bread knife. Individual stones. So instead of digging up the whole path, putting the stones in, and then planting grass around it, I'm literally, literally going to put the stone down, cut around it with the bread oh, knife. Oh, so you have a nice green border around the stone. Around everything. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm no fucking amateur here, buddy. This is pro-level shit. Adds up. Yeah. Anyway, the stone dust is a level. Hopefully there's some mason listening who's like, that is the most amateur way of doing it ever. It 100% is the most amateur way of doing it ever. It's the Jew way. I'm not, uh, but I think I did miss my calling there. I think I could have been a path builder. Never too late. Again, maybe... Again, maybe metaphorically, you could just become a path builder. Yeah, and and that way I could live up to kind of, you know what the universe intended mm-hmm, for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to build paths. Yeah. Path builder. Neural paths. Gotcha. I'm going to be a, um, DMT coyote. Mars just begging to get through the fucking list. No, no. Did you have a good week? <laughs> no, of course not. Fantastic. <laughs> well then let now me use some of Matt's That's time. a running gag. <laughs> uh, yeah, we might as well run down the guests. We had, uh, first of all, first, not, first name on the list is on the no Joe list. We should not even be covering this fucking episode. Did, is that what we meant by the no Joe list? If no. they're on, we do not review it? Yes. Is and, that what we meant? Yes. And I distinctly remember, we can go back and check the audio, but I distinctly remember the last time Mike Baker was on, we all said, this guy is shit. He's done on this show. Interesting. Well, I also thought that we would never hear from him again. I guess we are not men of our words because, uh, yeah, kicking off the week, we had our um, um, er, uh, ex-CIA Mike Baker, possibly co-writer of Winds of Change. <laughs> <laughs> then we had uh, the definitive word on gender studies with uh, Dr. Deborah So, 1520. Oh, then a real uh, powerful one, uh, 1521, Josh Dubin and Jason Flom. And we finished up with... Just the Prince of Hollywood, I'd say uh, 1522. The Prince of Hollywood. Rob Lowe. I like that, Kamar. I like that a lot. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the rundown, Kamar. Let's let's rate it, shall we? We'll rate the week. We'll start with uh, Simon de Bolivar. I'm going to give this week... Oh, shit. Okay, so uh, terrible, terrible. <laughs> uh, who was the third one? What are oh, you talking shit. about? Freedom Project, Innocent guys. Project. Innocent Project. And then... Rob Lowe, who just the fucking prince of Hollywood. I mean, guy's amazing. How about a uh, three and a half? Okay. And and that's given those last two podcasts just so much weight. Well, you're never giving anything a five, so because in- the first two are garbaggio. Interesting. All right, Kamar, let's uh, hear your rating. Uh, I give the week a uh, three and a half. I'll give it a four. And now I find out how it came to that. Gut reaction. 
We're what? gonna we're gonna see your math. Is that what you're saying? I, yeah, I don't know if you ever see my math, but I I just blurt out. I don't think about it at home. Like hmm, when Matt asks, well, I don't think about it at home either. Okay, clearly we're on the same boat. I could have said four. I Do you think I sit here like thinking about no. it for two minutes and I have it written right here and it's just all for the fucking drama? I'm just saying through this process, I say the score and then as we go through the week, I'm like. My score was off. Oh, 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 I love I love the thought that you think I'm driving here, and I'm like, "Hey Siri, what's three plus three plus four plus four and a half divided by four? Average medium. Let's go. I didn't think that. I think I was just speaking rhetorically. Okay, rhetorically, um, I agree. I think your three and a half will stand true, Kamar. For you, I think my four will end. No, I think I'm good. I think Simon will re- will be off on his number. Lowballed a couple suckers. Well, because he never gives higher than like a 4.2. So if two of them got a, the highest he could give, which is 4.2, that makes, he's going to shit on the other two. So it's an almost impossibility for it to get a three and a half and for the math to work out. But we'll get there. Very interesting, Dr. Jones. This guy, listen to fucking Dr. Calculus over here. Let's well, just start carry, this shit Carry up. the four. You ready? I'm ready. Let's uh, do it. 1519. The fucking guy we said we weren't going to review again, Mike Baker. Yet here we are. Yet here we are. Wasn't he just on, first of all? Well, let's say this. He had the Manson guy on since the last time he had Mike Baker on. So you almost knew that he had to have... Like Mike Baker said, he's like, I brought notes, my laptop... Uh, my CIA handler yeah. drove me here. And it almost still, doesn't add up because he stammers so much. And still came so unprepared. That, yeah, like it doesn't like. make any fucking sense. We're going to get there. I have so many examples of how this guy is like, he must have been the Mr. Magoo of the fucking CIA. <laughs> <laughs> like Mis- Mr. Bean trying out for the fucking academy, you know? What did uh, what did you do at the CIA, Mike? Well, actually, I uh, worked on uh, um, uh, a really comprehensive... Um, machine that uh put out coffee for yeah uh, <laughs> have you ever heard of this thing it's really revolutionary uh stammer stammer a broom I like would, who is this fucking guy i would find out if like cream or sugar and uh, <laughs> by, with subcategories and other groups Anyways. serve it to my fellow workers bob lazar comes back on is like yeah i remember him serving coffee to everyone at area 51 so can we play a, can we play a little game to start Sure. Um, is this a new game we're going to start doing? No, no, no. Th- this is just a little one-off. Uh, so you know the doctor who believes in the demon sperm? Yeah, the and, new one that and trumps the, And the hydrochloride. Touting. Yeah, hydrochloroquine. Hi- hydrochloroquine. Whatever it is. I don't know. Man. Seen the memes. Whatever. Um, she also See mentioned... the memes. <laughs> in that speech, okay, in that video, she also mentioned... Um, Toys being the devil's tool. Yeah. And I couldn't agree with her more. I'm interested to know what toy she was talking about. So what do you think? What is the tickle Playmobil, obviously. What toy has been co-opted by the CIA? That's the better question. The same way they wrote Winds of Change. And now that we know this and it's changed our worldview on what the CIA does, I think they've been doing shit like this forever, i.e. they've been making toys. I think, personally, I'll go first. I think the CIA are responsible for the fidget spinner. I don't know what they were trying to do, Matt, just before you jump in. I don't know what the point was, but I think they had a hand in it. Well, I was going to say, you'd, no obviously have, you'd obviously have to sit here and say that video games are total CIA op. Yes, I mean, listen. Well, that's how they're finding agents. Why, for the video games, 
finding agents or maybe getting us ready for the alien, getting everybody first shooter ready, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot like shooting a real firearm. I think it would have to be the Frisbee. The real weapon of the white devil. <laughs> you know what? Now that you mention it, the Frisbee is by far the most oppressive of the toys. I mean, really, when you think about it, like of all the toys that have held people back generations, the Frisbee, it just stands alone as like and, a and real big. Yeah. And not only that, it led to ultimate Frisbee, which is the devil's game. And Frisbee golf. Shut your mouth. You know about Frisbee golf. I love Frisbee oh. golf. I don't even fuck around. You know that if you throw a Frisbee hard enough, it looks like a swastika, right? <laughs> I did not know that. Well, there you go. You know who loves Frisbee? Hitler. Mel Gibson. He was a professional Frisbee player before he became a movie star and a bartender. I think he's now gone back to it. Do you know that Frisbee came over with Operation Paperclip? Yeah, it did. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Simon, yes, and that so quickly. Who, Werner von yeah, Braun. Werner von Braun. Yeah. All he did was play Frisbee. Oh, and hacky sack. Yeah. So there you go. But you know where he got Frisbee from, right? The aliens. Oh, that makes sense. Well, you know what hacky sack means in German? Lazy Jew? That's right. Yeah. We kick around the lazy Jew, yeah? Anyways, it's like Hagen does. So do you guys know how you feel about hydrochloroquine? I don't feel a way about something I know nothing about. This is the big question. Here's the big question, okay? Okay. If you get... No, we're going to do this differently. Okay, we're going to universe. When you get this corona. Is purely theoretical. When Kamar gets corona. And the whole idea be- behind hydrochloroquine is that you have to take it really quickly. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to make that decision fast on the fly. What are you going to do? Let me ask you this. Well, no, but both of you. Neither of you are going to take the vaccine, but you're both willing to take this hydrochloroquine. I haven't said what I'm doing yet, Quine. No, we all we all said we take the vaccine a couple months ago. Uh, no, but we've also said that we don't know what we're doing because it is, it's mental gym, gymnastics to live your life trying to avoid getting it until a private company administers it to you, right? Because that's what a vaccine is basically—a small dose of COVID. Uh, actually, I think the way they make this vaccine isn't with the actual. You like to think that it's a new process. Come on, you'd like to think that, wouldn't you, round earth boy? I I thought it was interesting how he said uh, like how pandemic is so pejorative right now. It just really means something's crossed a uh, Yeah, it just border. means that it's crossed a border. Yeah. Like, We're in a pandemic. And like it's like we have to sort of grow up and say this shit is going to happen. It's happened. And not such a bad word because there's endemics too, right? Yeah, but yeah, but the problem was is Ebola was a pandemic. It had crossed the border, but it wasn't anywhere near what this is. And to this, me, Ebola is far more. Isn't deadly. it? Yeah, but okay. Isn't it just a semantic? Get it by getting shit in your mouth. Pretty at much. that point, you know what I mean. Like, who cares what you call it? Everybody's getting well, well, sick. No, like, no, the, the, pandemic, apocalypse, fucking. Well, no, the sickness, the plague, whatever. Uh, fuck. It's uh, there's an endemic, there's an epidemic, and there's a pandemic. Yeah, I don't care what any of those things. Well, are. endemic is something like chickenpox. So it's around you all the time, and you just cohabitate with it. Mm-hmm. it. Just what his point was: he thinks the media's hatred of Trump is creating more fear in people about uh, everything. Like he said, I think if uh, Joe Biden wins, you'll see a different slant on the direction we're going. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I don't think he's going to win anymore because Trump's dope moves, but um, just the the media is the worst. Yeah. About this whole thing. I mean, I'll agree with you there. Um, Joe at one point was like, uh, "Yeah, you know, Antifa seems really organized." 
Yeah, they are organized. That's the point. But but they're not. I don't yes, think they're organized. But they, they totally are. They don't have a common goal. But they do. They well, have a doctrine do you, and do you, everything. Hold on, but do you, to you, does organized just mean like a bunch of people show up somewhere at the same time? Because that to me is an or, that's not necessarily organization. No, I think you'd be surprised how much um, behind the scenes goes on to these things. Like we just assume that it's like, yeah, let's all get together at the fucking church steps or at the fucking city hall. No, I think it's like. I also think it's far less people than you think making the organization a lot easier. Okay, maybe. Do you well, think? I mean, they do. Go ahead, Kumar. Do you think everyone should condemn Antifa? I think everybody they should. They should have supporters. That. I do not think yeah, so. I agree. I think they're the strong arm of the left, and like without ever having to um, get hired for the job. You know what I mean? It's very interesting because their name, like everyone, should be against fascism, right? Well, that's the whole. That's the whole rub. Is like. You know, you're a huge racist, but you're going to name your uh, group, We Love Everybody. But you're out there doing shit that is clearly not loving everybody. Dude, I just thought of the best name for our next podcast. If you don't listen to this, you're a fucking racist. Done. That's an instant winner. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. Trademarked. If you don't like and subscribe. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And buy merch. You're saying. a son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Listen, this shit writes itself. Like, uh, no, try to defend yourself. It totally... <laughs> try to defend it, yourself. It totally does. It, it, the first t-shirt is, buy this shirt or you're an anti-Semite. Yeah. If you aren't wearing this shirt, you're a racist. But I thought he, he articulated my point better that you can't actually get rid of racism. So it's just a weird lofty goal to you, set all your You think on. Mike Baker articulated your point better? Fuck, go have tea with this guy. Were you offended when he said that? <coughs> I on, think let me he's ask a you this. fucking Hold asshole, on. so I don't care what the fuck well, Kamar, he says. Let me ask you this, and I, I have to jump ahead to answer your question here. If we jump ahead two episodes, we find out that systemic racism is 100% real, so we can at least get rid of that as a start. You would agree, right? Yeah, Whether, the, in the institutions, but to actually think that we're going to build a world without racism would have to be every country in the world. Wait, wait, wait. hold on. But uh, fine. I mean, that's like also you could argue pollution that way too. And fine. I'm sure people do, but wait, I think pollution is more realistic than racism as a thing to, but do you, up. do you not strive for it still? Yeah, of, of course. A personal accountability, so then, but hold on but to put all this energy, all these people protesting, what are they actually doing? But this is where you're wrong is the idea. Come We're not trying to make the whole world, not racist. If we can make the place where we live and we can say to people, the only way you can come here is if you, if you, if you're not doing this shit, then that's a good start. And at least then maybe another country will. Simon's just tossing out notes here. I love how you have a fucking just a shoddy old notepad like you. Did you listen to this in a hotel lobby? Times are tough, man. <laughs> I bet. Um, I don't know. I can't remember what we were talking about. I, I, we were talking about Kamar not being able to see a world without racism. I really don't want to have this argument again because enough. we're going to get stuck. There's there's way more bashing of Mike uh, fucking whatever the fuck his name is to do. Um, yeah, no, I, I. but you keep just before we... You know what? I'm not even going to bother. It doesn't matter. Um, but uh, just to back to the Santifa thing for a second. You know, he made an interesting point, which was... I can't believe I'm saying this. He made an interesting point. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was Joe. If the Proud Boys were trying to tear down City Hall in Seattle, it wouldn't be the same type of reaction that's going on to Antifa trying to do it. And that's the truth. You know what I mean? And I don't know what that means in the big scheme of things, 
but I think it's true. Well, okay. First of all, I think we'd have to look at like, now that we know where the Proud Boys, that's a terrible example, only because we know that the Proud Boys were started as like a joke and as a drinking thing and then turned into what it turned into. So I at just least, look at them as the right version of Antifa. Fine, but at least you could look at the Antifa, at right least side. at least by name, Antifa is something that you could, if you were just totally off the street, a dummy, you could be like, well, anti-fascism, that sounds like something I could get behind. Whereas Proud Boys... Yes, because it's... The- anti-fascism well of course we're all anti-fascists but you see what I'm, that's kind of the Without point i'm making research that's then. it mm-hmm. okay it, i liked how he called them trustafarians that's the first time you've heard that no i just liked how he called it because he tries to say stuff so if you i uh, love when he tries to be funny and like oh, laughs yeah. at his own jokes oh. and he's the only just, one laughing he's laughing mugsy and sluggo back home are laughing scooter but that's he's it. the only one laughing so if you put the t- your tongue on the roof of your mouth when you're about to sneeze no sneeze do you know that? Is that COVID advice? Uh, yeah, I guess. if Because, you know, sneezing is bad news now. Mm. <laughs> 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 That's a whole page of notes. So how about a JRE news channel? I was thinking about this a little bit. We trust Joe. We need news we can trust. That thing kind of writes itself, man. I think we can I just love how this we trust thing. Joe. What is this shit? Joe says a lot of things that I... For the most part, though... I have to put my trust in Joe. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do this show if I don't think that Joe has the uh, good heart, you know? But that's different. I mean, listen. Okay. Go ahead. I'll let you continue. That's it. I'd like to go back to news at 5 and 11. 5 and 11. I'm with you. It doesn't matter. It became more important. If if there's ads running during that news, then I don't give a shit. You could run the news 15 times a day. Obviously, the motivation for what they're putting the message out is behind money, but just not inundated with breaking news that isn't breaking it used to be you saw the news at 5 or 11 the rest of the time you couldn't worry I mean, obviously the internet you can look up as much stuff as you want but, just- but then it gives the only problem with that Kamar is it gives that news too much weight because you're only getting it oh there's still 100 channels or 100 different news you could watch okay I'll just put it to you this way. I think we've gone so far past that I don't think just moving the news back to 5 and 11. Like, the news is still on global at 6 and 11. That's not a, that has not changed. But it's just like you can go stress about it 24 hours a day on CNN or CNNBC or any so 24 going, news So you're going to have to stop the internet in order to do well, that. Well, I don't even know if it matters because TV's dead. So maybe in 10 more years, it, it will just be a... Well, you're going to have a chip in your head, uh, in your spine, that is just putting the news constantly into your but eyes. But you have at least have to accept whether you brain. listen to Fox or CNN. At that point, I think you're listening to uh, Station Elon, so just, it's not going to be an issue. You, you get the chip paid for, but you get all these servers with it. King King Elon and uh, Lord Emperor Gates, are. there's only going to be one station at Sounds that point. pretty bleak. The point, Simon, is, let me ask you this. The JRE Network... Since it's going to have both sides. Like, what do you have? You have Alex Jones on for an hour, and then after that, you have someone. For every um, view, you give both sides. So for every uh, story you want to cover, you want to cover something about uh, Palestine and Israel, you're getting both sides. And that's how you do it. Uh, every hour or, or, yeah, that's good. Every hour. But you're kind of forgetting that that's two. what CNN was for a long time. It was, let's just get two people that differ on views, sit them at the same table, and they can just bicker for 15, 20 minutes. Hey, and then we'll- sounds great. That's, it's been a long time since CNN's been like that. And now. But no, but that's what, but Fox News is still based on that. You, you don't agree with that? No. 
Well, I mean, they, now they it's just ne- five people Nobody that all agree with each other. Nobody ever has but- a differing view. That's the point. But what one I'm saying is, like, one side is left, one side is right, and you're getting one view from one and one view from the other, but, but never on the same. Never sorry. having a conversation. I'm just hardball was like ten years ago, and it wasn't like game changing, in my opinion. Would you agree, Kamar? No, but it is the uh, no. He doesn't agree. The with crux. No, no, no. I, I I do agree, but it's it's the crux of news that format. Remember the documentary about uh, Ava Goda and not Ava Goda. It was William H. Hinckley or, oh man. It was the beginning of election and they had a liberal and a conservative. And he called him a crypto Nazi and he said, I'll smash your head and ruin his career. You oh, it that? was um, the the religious, the non-religious guy there that Matt likes. What's his name? No, it wasn't him. The atheist? No. It wasn't oh. him. But in any event, that Dawkins. that format of having the liberals and the conservatives argue was has always been money. But now they've got it that they have their own echo chambers. And, and these massive echo chambers. And they let chambers. the other people fight. Anyways. He didn't seem to believe at all that Manson was being run by the CIA. He doesn't know he what he believes. He gave that zero weight. He doesn't know what he believes. Listen, I mean, Mike Baker's a company man. We knew that he was going to come on and be like, listen, the CIA was doing a lot of stuff. What kind of volition do you give to all this, though? Like, <laughs> Exactly. This fucking asshole goes, um, what did he say? He's like, uh, we need to listen to the CIA's. I need to hear the CIA's point of view on this whole Manson thing. I read the book, but I need to hear the other side now from the CIA. Well, he did a bit of research and he, said that there are uh, paper trails to say they bought these drugs. He is a fucking cuck. You man. know what I was thinking? Cucks in America. C I A. I have a question for Simon then. Since you just said two seconds ago that you have to trust Joe, we did a throwback yesterday for Tom DeLong. We spoke about how he's never apologized. He's never, he's never mentioned Tom DeLong. He's never mentioned that Tom DeLong was right. All this stuff. Yet he has Mike Baker on almost like quarterly so Uh, let me ask you a a conspiracy minded person would have to think at this point i don't know yeah joe is fucking bought and sold by the cia i said this a couple of weeks ago man but you just finished saying that you trust him i trust him enough to put a news network together you can't trust the cia i was just i don't understand this so you want joe's cia news network to be up and running i really don't think joe is being run by the cia it is a possibility but i don't think so so, so mike baker said well uh, uh, um what these other countries are doing this so we're, that stuff's gonna be happen but i was thinking what if it was just a faction of the cia that was just sick fucks and they're just doing this thing at the rock it wasn't nefarious about it or anything they're just like let's get people fucked up and watch fuck Maybe, yeah. Like, that's not out of the realm of possibility it's not we know that they were like using it on their own people yeah. Just I mean, to see what would happen. Think about it too. You're a CIA guy, you're on salary, and they're like, they give you carte blanche, and you're like a fucking wild freak. Yeah, I don't want to spy. I want to fuck. Yeah, them. you're like, you know what? I'd rather just watch people fuck all day. And then you think to yourself, like, there's no way this will work, right? And then, and then the- you're like, but you know what? I saw that guy staring at goats down the hall. Maybe this will work. I'll try to pull this off. But and then the conspiracy minded person thinks there's so much more to it. Guy staring at You know what I mean? I, and I think he said it's weird how uh, Mansa got. He acknowledged that. I'm not trying to defend him. Holy just, shit! You are totally trying to defend him. What is going on here? Did the CIA get to you, Kamar? If he had said this book is fucking kakapui, I don't know what it is. He 
he he pretty much said that until Joe was like fought back on it, and then he had to qualify the words that were coming out of his stupid CIA mouth. Listen, he said in this this is the weirdest comment ever. Mike Mike Baker was like, "I'm I'm a conspiracy guy." Yeah, I was like, "Nah, eh. he's lost." Um, you know what was interesting? He, he I don't like him. You but I can I can respect when he's like, what the fuck is the American uh, politicians going on break in August? Yeah. Because this is the exact same thing. with We had the Canadian version, remember, in um, June. Mm-hmm. They wanted to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it's just throwing that out there. Um, At least their defense in the States is that they're going back to see their constituents. It's not a vacation. The break is to go back and be in all the constituents at my lake. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, but listen, exactly. I'm saying, listen, my constituents at my Kamar, private can, golf can, club. Can one of the constituents drive my boat <laughs> while on, I water on, ski behind it? Happened to listen, have one constituent yeah. dances on a pole yeah. <laughs> with, with a mask masks. on. Yeah, and they owe all my attention. <laughs> all I was saying was, at least, uh, at least under that guy's, like, like Simon said, we do it totally. They're just like we're taking a month off. At least they do it oh, under no, the guise of like. Same line. They go on to see their. Back to their neighborhood to see their consistency. I'm pretty sure in Canada it's just consistence. a constituents. No. What is going on here, dude? You sound like you're using words I don't use. Did you hear Bisping this Bisping Bisbang? <laughs> Did you hear Michael Bisping this week talk Bisbang. talking about uh, Brian Callen? Not yet. Trying I, to say vehemently. No, vehemently. Well, he maybe, vehemently maybe that's, maybe that's denied. But this this guy, Mike Baker. Yeah says kind of categorically he's like yeah i don't really buy that whole alien thing the ufo thing and then joe's like well you know presses him a little bit he's like well you know i haven't looked into it at all then he says but we are going to cover it on my show what the fuck yeah are you gonna bring what new slant are you gonna bring to this on your show it's been covered on that was my real qualm with this was shameless what, plugs. What an asshole. No, Mike, you don't what do that. You asshole, do not do that, Mike. Man. You know better, Mike. Asshole. No, Mike doesn't know better. I thought it was interesting when he was talking about how chaotic uh, the mail-in election could be. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you know what, though? The, listen, I, I think he's just dead wrong. And also, if you look at the numbers of mail-in ballots in the last 20 years, it's a huge number. And they get it done. And listen. They won't get it done the day of. Let me ask you this. His point being is there should be voting up until. Yeah, my question is this. I think that makes sense. On one hand, he was like, how are we going to let people vote in September? The the thing could totally change in the next two months. Like, But then he was also like, why don't we just open the polls now? Well, which is it, Mike? I think you open don't the polls want, now. Well, fine. Who gives or for, a shit? For anyone's, well, it, America in particular, if it takes 10 days for them to declare a winner, if that just happens, it's going to be horrible. It wasn't. They recounted when fucking George Bush had that thing. And, and he that stole took, that election. Well, and yeah. That's horrible. I'm just saying, I... At first, I didn't hear... I, I couldn't think of, like, bailing the ballots, whatever you want to do. But that point made me think, yeah, if the longer period it is... That's one point, And I truly think it's a terrible... And listen, Trump talking about all this voting fraud. Do you know what the numbers are in voter fraud? It's so staggeringly low. And you know why? Because it's a jail sentence. It's a felony offense. Well, we'll see if if they have an election and it takes a couple of days for them to find a result. No matter what, the shitstorm. it just opens up the door for both sides to <laughs> yeah. Oh no, say they were fucking um, 
weasels in the punch bowl. You it's know? not like a pick a party. It's back to, and we'll get into it in the third guest, but the whole system's fucked. Anyways. It'll be ironic, though, when Trump, the whole lead up, will be bitching and moaning about the system and how fucked up it is, and then he'll win, and then what does he say? It'll be gross, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fucking really gross, but it's already gross, so. it's It, it just... It, it just when you think it's going to get grosser, it's going to get grosser. Listen, I'm all for them mailing in their ballots. So, wrote, I'm beginning to think Joe Biden forgot he's got to pick a vice president. Uh, or he's just drawing it out and drawing it out and drawing it out. And, oh, no, I'm not going to run. Here's who's running instead. Right. Kamala Harris right. and... I think it'd be funny if he's forgotten he's had to do it and thought he's done it. I know who you're talking about. You're just ridiculous, and it's not going to happen. Clinton. Miss Clinton. Yeah, sure, Simon. Who claims Hi- to be named Hillary. after Sir, Ed- Ed- Hillary, uh, Ed- Sir Edmund Ed- Hillary. Edmund Hillary, yes, who climbed Everest. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mike Baker, back to Mike Baker, his big thing about the CIA, his answer to everything was... There's no way they would be able to I need that keep the secret, That's right? Ma- that was Matt's point yesterday. It's impossible. They just can't do it. Yes, which I agree with. Yeah, and I disagree with. I again compartmentalized. Need to know information. Just because Mike ba- because they're not telling Mike Baker. Yeah, they're not telling the guy who's sweeping the basement. Why? But know? think okay. But think about the Manson thing. It took that guy twenty years, but he found all the dirt. The conspiracy was out. So it's not. You know what I mean? It people spoke it got out compartmentalized or not right you agree yeah so that's so maybe there are bigger secrets than that maddie <laughs> again okay well, again i'm sure those bigger secrets will eventually come out like fair enough i i totally hear what you're saying after a certain amount of years we find out that the cia writes winds of change you know like that happens you're on an island in the street with that one man i know it's <laughs> totally undecided <laughs> that one Whatever. Can we just be done with Mike Baker? Well, okay. My last one was um, he talked about you can't defund the police. You got to train whatever his uh, strategic sure. do. I think uh, ultimately the biggest thing we could do to fight racism and and police brutality is uh, legalize drugs. And how about if you become a police officer, you have to do mushrooms once a month. Well, I don't want to do mushrooms. Well, you can't be a police officer. Because that would erase the, you know what I mean? And, and and not like an epic trip, jumping off cliffs, drinking beers, um, uh, monitored, administered session. And it, police would be less dicks. Whoa, the silence of the room is deafening, eh? I don't hate <laughs> it. I don't hate it. And uh, what I was thinking about too is uh, on uh, No Jumper this week, he had MC8. Mm-hmm. And he asked him about, you know, Black Lives Matter and Floyd and everything. And he was like, the thing is, I, I don't want to take anything away from what happened to uh, Floyd, but we knew this. Like, this is <laughs> police brutality is a thing that, you know, when you're watching a movie and it's always like the good partner has to leave the room and the other cop goes and you hear some noise. Like, we just accepted that's part of it. Like, we don't realize it, but we, we're all complicit in all this time accepting a level of police brutality. So, I don't know how we change that one. But it's, it's like, just how many cop movies, and I was, there's a thing on the news about cop movies may be problematic, but you know when they rough up, the, like, it's, that's all police brutality. Yeah, I'm and aware. It, you probably won't see that in movies anymore. But in the last 20 years, when you saw a cop roughing up something, you're like, ah, that's just doing the job. He, he, he plays outside the, 
the bout. You know what I mean? It isn't egregious. Like, oh my God. At some point in this movie, this guy's got to get investigated. It, it, he did what he did to, to solve the crime. It's just inner, inner psyche. And that, that's a big problem. I don't know how that goes away. Go on. Mushrooms. Once a month, police. I, I like it, Corn. I like it, too. I like and it. legalized drugs, obviously. Obviously. And I guess we're done with Mike Baker. Please. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, we'll let Simon read it first. <laughs> um, I give Mike Baker a one. I find his view totally boring and uninteresting. And for a guy who is part of the CIA, he should really be able to give us like an inside scoop. And yet I feel more lied to when he leaves than when he comes. <laughs> Used and abused. He made me think about some things. I give it a two. And I know I'm like, fuck this guy. He's CIA. So by definitions, like everything comes out of his mouth is the opposite is probably true, but whatever. I'll give it a two and a half only because like Kamar, I felt like this was actually one of his better appearances. Oddly enough. I sort of do. Um, because somebody, he even said, someone told me last time, stop talking about my kids. Nobody gives a fuck about how to get him in there. How'd, Muggsy how'd they get him in there? In Iowa. Oh, we forgot. Him. He's a prepper. Dr. Prepper. <laughs> He's Dr. Prepper. That's what I should introduce him as instead of co-writer. I was going to call him Klaus, but I thought that was too overhead. Because Simon's convinced the CIA wrote, when does change? He's when to change. Why not Mike Baker? Co-writer credits. It's not just Simon who's he did, convinced. He, he did the drums. He wrote Winds of Change. It's pretty much <laughs> like the baseline well, no, for it. He's a the known whistler. Thing. He's the whistler. Pretty much a known thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we've rated it, so let's move on to uh, Dr. Deborah So. Canadian. You want to take the number? You want me to guess the number? Yeah. 1521. Oh, you are so close, Matt. Well, what is it? 1520. Yeah. Fucker. 1520, Deborah So in a repeat performance that I didn't even realize she had been on the show before until she said I had been on the show before. I Googled it, so that's why I was like, oh my God, she's been on before. I didn't listen to the previous one. You know, again, you know how I feel about these discussions. Where's, the, okay, go ahead. Um, We just had that other lady on, Abigail, whatever her name was. Mm -hmm. Like that was like three weeks ago. So this was the exact same conversation again. Well, no, this, and then Joe, I this, that was a journalist. This was a doctor. There lies a difference. I also thought this woman. I don't know. I, I I didn't hate this. You hated this one clearly. Well, this is what I want. We discuss, are you secretly transgendered, and you stop, that's why you don't like talking stop, about this. Stop. We discuss everything on this podcast. There's nothing on the table. Diablo uh, Abacado. Is it possible? That one of Joe's daughters is going through some stuff right now. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. And, 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 there's, and there's nothing to do with anything. I don't think that's the. If we had, if I had to take a guess, he got into it because of the MMA. The girl. The. He also like, said, hold lady on, he who said, was a man on the MMA, and now he's become like an advocate for this. He almost. said in this episode that a, a close friend of his has a daughter that's going through this right now. Didn't he say that? Am I crazy? Well, yeah, after what I just said. That, Although you never know, that could be the whole like, the thought bomb. I'm asking for a friend. 
Interesting. It was very interesting because she's saying emphatically there's only two genders, and it sort of makes sense to me because even if you're transgender, you choose a gender. I think there's a very small population that are an omni or, or whatever it is as they go through life. You sort of settle into some gender. And Well, uh, isn't that what fluid means? That you can just bounce back and forth? I don't forth? know what that word means because I just learned in this podcast there's only two genders. Well, I've known that since... Uh I knew stuff. Definitively. Hey, hold on a second, though. Agreed. There are two genders, male and female. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you can't flip back and forth between those genders. No. I believe that that's the, the idea of the term fluid. I don't, I'm Again, not, I'm not so sure. I don't know anything. Well, I'm going to look it up. I was going to save it for uh, the post, Joe, but um, on CBC, they had a 15-year-old comedian on uh, the other day mm-hmm. who is transgender and gay. So straight. That's what that's what I said in my horrible fucking Neanderthal mind. Like, doesn't that cancel each other out? But it's like, well, it's like Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner still eats pussy. Sorry, Caitlyn Jenner still. Sorry, YouTube. We did not mean to dead name anyone there. Yeah, that, my uh, bad. Well, that just makes her a lesbian. No, well, does it though? I mean, what are we yeah. doing here? Yeah, apparently Caitlyn Jenner has got her junk cut off. So she's now a girl. Fine. Okay. So that makes her a lesbian. That but... makes her a lesbian. Okay. Well, it's just not so crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. Don't... My point is, she, he, he, she always is, has still been interested in the same sex. Just didn't like the dick. doesn't doesn't necess- again. Just playing Diablo Avocado doesn't necessarily mean that she wasn't born in the wrong body. She could still be born into a male body when she was yeah, meant to I be get a female, that. but That's she's fine. a lesbian. The same way some people are born lesbians. But this We're is, saying semantically, though, it's an interesting... This example I'm talking about is a young... was born a young girl, mm-hmm. has decided she's actually a boy, but is gay. Born a young girl, is a boy... No. Born a young, born girl, a young girl, has decided... Decided... That she's a gay boy. That she's a gay boy at 15. And this. So, guess what she still wants to do, Simon? She still wants to have sex with guys. But but knows that she wants to be a guy when she does. Like, it, it's, it's too self aware, or young people. And the thing is, the whole article is about a struggle and stuff. High school sucks for everyone. Yeah, Puberty course. sucks. This whole change sucks. And they're getting this new new idea that, oh, I'm I'm super different in this. And it's, it's, it's an added struggle. Your argument is there because that person has not transitioned. I don't, I don't and care. And once they transition, then they can pick whatever. Um, they well, can be gay or straight. Well, but uh, she would never be able to have children again. And that was the mother's off, sort of not in front of her. Like, Well, some lesbians never have children because the, neither of them want to carry. The you point know? being is this kid but should they have still to just could. suffer through the next three years of your life. I've and seen, then at 18, take the drugs. Yeah. I'm uh, done. Use, use taxpayers' money to do whatever surgeries you want or whatever. But it's just, and I think this was the point of um, the last lady and this lady is that we're giving our children way too much credit yeah, for, the, well, for, for being self-aware and what they're going through. I started thinking a little bit about like being the parent. Okay. So let's say you're a parent of a kid and they're make 13 years old, 12 years old. Okay. And they're like, 
I feel like I belong in a different body. This is killing me. I'm depressed, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I'm going to kill myself. And you're this kid's parent, and you're like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Like, maybe if I let this happen, then they're not going to kill themselves. So you let it happen, okay? I don't, I'm not saying whether that's a good idea or not. You decide just, how progressive you are. Or, or you're just scared to death that your kid's going to kill themselves. So you're just like, okay, well, I got to do... these cases, they I still kill themselves. I got to do something. I, yeah, fine. Um, so you let your kid transition, and then like she's saying, they get angry at you because they're like, how did you ever let me do that? I was 12 years old. You know, it's like, it's a lose-lose, you know? Like, I don't think you're so. You're going to take the chance and let... Listen. We teach your kids life sucks from 12 to 18 and then do whatever the fuck you want. You have all the freedom you want. I, Simon, I maybe older. It's a maybe older. You have a kid. So let's say your son came to you and was like, now take out the, take out the, the, I'm in a different body. Let's just say he picked anything and was like, this is bothering me so much that I want to kill myself. And the only thing that's going to alleviate it is <clears throat> if you do whatever, enter, enter like the dumbest thing possible. Like he's like, unless you build a go-kart track in the backyard, that's it. Like you as a parent, you're not going to jump up and be like, I have to build this go-kart track. I guess if I'm, no. And again, I'm not saying I would do that. I know, but I'm saying, put yourself in the position of a parent. Neither of you guys have kids, I, so it's a little hard of for course you to it do is. that. But I still sure. think you as a parent could say, I couldn't in, my, in good conscience bend and break my will and just do what this kid wants because I was a kid. I remember being like wanting things so bad and thinking I knew what was best. And unfortunately, I also can imagine what it would be like if your kid was just like beyond... Um, listen, some... And I'm not no. saying that all kids are sick. We, we know no, in you're life, right. I mean, just, I would never do that. Those years, those years suck for everyone. It just sucks. Listen, people quick, are cooler. People are, are, are losers. Like it all disappears at like twenty. Quick, Every, everything that happens at that time dissipates. And quick poll. Start living life. There's three of us here. Quick Gallup poll. Do you ever think about suicide in your teens? No, really. Okay. I mean, Kamar. I maybe thought once, maybe, maybe once when I got caught no. jerking off, <laughs> it, was, it was just, yeah, you just think you, you just, uh, everything I, I assume it had to have gone through your fucking head. Of course this, it goes through that's your what head, I'm saying. but not never to like, yeah, but my point is, is now when kids think about it, we are like, oh my fucking God. And it's like every, every single kid went through that. Mm -hmm. But now for some reason we act like it's this fucking huge deal where and like, they know something we don't know because people think the best way to raise a child is like, just let them decide everything. Because we're all fucked up because we were all raised with some sort of idea given to us. And and if we if we just let people just be whatever they want to be, we'll have perfect people. Hold on. A really small percentage of the people raise their kids like that. The the amount of parents that are letting their kids transition is like I don't know. A total minority. Again, this is like a really vocal, tiny percent. It's just not big. But most, keep in mind, most like, kids, most parents are doing exactly what Matt's saying and are like, there's no fucking way I'm building you a go-kart track. Go back to bed, you know? Keep in mind, though, like, I, we were in the States. We were in Florida just before uh, COVID got serious, like, in January, early January. We were watching. My mom and my grandmother were watching so much fucking A&E. My 600-pound life, my big fat life, my big fat wedding, whatever. There was one show that they kept advertising, though, that was, like, this 14-year-old that had transitioned. And it was, like, this show like showcasing how like brave their life was and they were clearly like from the ad i could tell that they were falling apart and that they were not 
I don't know, man. I, I, why we're celebrating this wild shit and letting like, I don't know. We didn't do that when we were young. Well, we you didn't take kids and we're like, you are doing so well for this weird fucking, I don't know. I think they mentioned this podcast though, but I could imagine young girls, uh, seeing porn too young and seeing some rough stuff done to a girl and be like, I'm not, I don't want that happen to me. And, and, and just psychologically do whatever it takes not to be a girl. Cause they think that's what it takes to be a girl, but that's fantasy. It's porn, whatever. Well, Simon, I thought that was the just most, the increase. I thought that was the most interesting part about this podcast was her just talking about how she was like, "We have to just stop and just let women be women and let it be okay to be like be a tomboy, be whatever. It's okay you to want. feel how you feel and to be like you don't have to all of a sudden go out and be a slut just because like that's how empowerment. Like I don't know. I mean, I think women have it rough without I, a doubt. I agree with that too. I mean, and I'm extra hard on them. So I, I know. Um, my porn argument. My porn argument is only, only with kids. Like, get it. with adults, do whatever the fuck exactly. you want. Exactly, and that's what My I think this whole discussion is about. anything is only with the kids. I don't give a fuck. If you're an adult, do whatever the fuck you want. As long as it's not hurting, hurting somebody else, that's actually the pod. at it. That section of the podcast was such a headache, though. It, listening to Joe... So this is, this is where Joe is actually a problem, in my opinion. Because Joe sits there... And is like constantly talking about how he's like uninformed people don't listen to doctors. They don't listen to people that know the science. And then she sits there and is like, actually, it's not an addiction because an addiction has a specific uh, medical definition. And this does not suit that. And that's yeah. why it's not an addiction. And Joe was like, well, no, for, for, in my opinion, it's an addiction. And I've seen people that well, are no, addicted. He fell apart, though, when he tried to say gambling's addiction, but it's not really addictive. And it's so addictive, as we're discussing. And the thing is about uh, drugs and sex is drugs, you're always trying to recreate the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sex, you're trying sex, to get as far from that running, first time as possible. You're running for the yeah. first time. It's just, it's just different. It's a psychological thing. I think in our society... It's way more taboo than in like Europe or stuff, and and that's where the big hang up. Is. Well, you know, dudes who like to fuck virgins. No. I don't know any personally. It's a thing. Okay. Right. Like. Not surprised. You you saw kids. You know, yeah. like it, it's a thing. That's like. Again, though, I think that's a super that a, small that, minority. That was a rape. That was a rape. <laughs> that wasn't just a kink. Whatever. I'm done. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. Come on. What were you saying? I, I don't even remember. Okay. I had a point, and I don't remember. It, it got away from me. Listen, I just think that there's, you know, when they were talking about porn and it's like, it's progression. I mean, it, I don't know. There's people out there with super weird shit, and I think porn, in a way, tells you like, hey, listen, you're not alone in whatever fucking weird thing. We hope that's what it does. For adults, I think porn is fine. But even then, I think as a kid, I think... I. Th I think there's a lot of kids out there that are like, wow, I'm really fucked up when maybe they're not. Maybe they just have like a slightly weird sexual fantasy. But to but that same to that same idea, yeah. you may have like, let's just say Kamara's 12 years old, yeah. okay? Yeah. And back in the day yeah. when 12-year-old Kamar, who's totally in his brain, like so in, he's fucking a smarty into pack. fucking smarty tubes. There's a great idea, okay? And he's like goes online and finds a whole community of people who are into fucking smarty tubes. Now, maybe fucking smarty tubes isn't a good thing. And had he never gone online and found his community, he would have fucked the tube for a little while and then he would have moved on to girls, like normal yeah, people. Yeah, there's some of that going on So yeah. it could be the reverse. You sure. Know? Well, the first, the reporter was saying, young girls are so impressionable. If the most popular girl goes transgender, 
uh, five of her friends are going to try it out too. I mean, like, and, and that's a huge problem, especially if these girls are going as far as the surgery. It's one thing if you're just fucking around with like concepts and because on the theoreticals, out, you know, on the outside level that it, any chance that it's a mistake or something, you are causing self harm. And as a guardian, you would not let right what you're in charge of harm themselves. But so, but let me ask you this, Kamar: if there's if there are girls out there and they just want to say, you know, I'm a boy, and it but they're not doing anything. There's no uh, mutilation involved. There's no right they're just saying I, I and it's not hurting anyone do you give a fuck no and i didn't give a fuck before except it was jammed down my throat like we said with c16 with jordan peterson jordan peterson this is crazy so this guy okay jordan peterson writes all his fucking books gets super famous yeah. on joe rogan yeah gets addicted to benzodiazepines yeah has to go to Russia to get put into a, a coma. coma to yeah. get out of them. Like well, he's Limbaugh. in Russia. He contracts coronavirus. There goes my post, Joe Topic. Drop it like flies. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you felt it. But yeah, he's got COVID now. It came and it, up naturally. And, and it's amazing the people that are uh, so happy. Like, like, that's the thing. I don't care about trans or whatever. And I also don't hope COVID on some people and not on other people. Of course not. Of, of course, of course, I don't, it's not even my thought program, but since the news broke that he's got COVID, people are like, ha that's what you get. Like, it, mm -hmm. you just see the insanity out there. It's just insanity. Yeah, but so that's a whole other talk. Why don't we talk about that ever? We can never talk about the fact that if 40% of these people are killing themselves, then maybe. Oh, we're talking about it. Maybe there's some mental issues there as well that we need to fucking address. Maybe. And we, we can't talk about it. Well, and that's why she, Deborah, yeah. Dr. Deborah So was saying that, you know, part of transitioning should be a really in-depth psychological review. But this Question is my thing. everything. Because I can't tell you how many times I've seen, and I get it, like you feel, I, I can't imagine how it feels. So let's start by that. But then let's say this. When you can't, when words make you emotional and to the point where you want to attack someone or where you're just like fucking losing your shit... I think there is some mental fucking issues. You gotta that look we have. inside before you look at what you precisely. Think and are, are you talking about someone in particular? No, like Jordan Peterson is a good example. the The video that made him famous, he was talking outside of U of T to a transgendered student, and they and one of them ended up attacking him. And again, he was speaking so calmly, and he was like, "Listen, all I'm saying is you don't want what you think you want here. This war of words that you're going for, it's not actually going to help you in the end." It's really going to actually tear down all this stuff. And like I said, one of them ended up physically attacking him. And because, and I'm sitting there saying like, I don't know that the transgender has anything to do with their mental. Clearly this person yeah. had some sort of mental gap. I think, yes, Matt, I think you're correct. And I think that this was Joe's exact point, which is this subject has become so taboo that you can't even say that anymore. You can't say... I can. We have such a small audience. I, know, no, I don't no, no, give a no. fuck. Not, well, this is I'm it. Not if you like Jordan you, Peterson, you're all right. I'm saying one can't say... Look, this is a pretty small subsect of people we're talking about. It's insanely small. It's pretty easy to see the correlations between whatever you're looking for, you know? It, be it mental illness, be it um, gender dysphoria, whatever uh, little subsect that falls under. And keep in mind, I'm it's not, not like, hard to see it, but you can't say it. So they're never going to, there well, won't I mean, be a, a, a problem solved I think the here. problem is that because then once you say it, it's like, well, I want, why are you saying we should lock them up? And I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we need to at least be able to talk about this stuff on a Everything. fucking, 
on a we level. Talk about everything. And I thought Deborah so like again, I thought she was very calm and very collected, and it really bummed me out because I'm sitting there thinking like she's a doctor. Like she was a fucking legit doctor. Well, yeah, it's correct? good that she didn't have a lot of emotion and like we're fighting the fight. She's just she was more like, these are the facts and but she reiterated over and over again, I do not want what I'm saying to be weaponized. But even then, when the 40%, she was like, well, keep in mind, that study, the people that did it, they the m- number one thing they pointed out was like that maybe if they had transitioned when they were super young, they wouldn't have committed suicide. So the, the study actually shows no correlation at all. And a lot of people use that study as some sort of fodder. And I think that, that's an interesting point I never thought of. Maybe it's only 40% because they didn't transition when they were young. I highly fucking doubt that but and how would they ever prove that oh precisely again i think it's just that i think the level of suicide is so high because i can't imagine tackling that in your head for your whole life and you know i just know from me the multitude of times i've made mistakes in my life and been able to go back and change them and the joy that's brought me, and had I not been able to do that, how it would have weighed on me. Like, nobody wants to be in a position where you can't change your mind, you know? It's not Just unreasonable to ask someone to wait to 18 to make anything. massive decisions. Well, there we go. We don't even let you vote. No. You're not even allowed to take part in society. We're but we're going to let you uh, fucking do that. It's insane. Here. And no. doctors, I don't understand it. Like, they take a Hippocratic oath. Well, there should the, be something in there. They need their, they need the permission from the parents while they're still. And the parents are. It doesn't matter. There's anti. There's anti. Pressing or do it I, doesn't matter. There's anti vaxxers out there, so parents are fucking yahoos yeah, anyway. It's ridiculous. Pa- parents are yahoos, and some, I personally some parents get so scared. Like I was saying that. I personally know someone that would anything. totally sign off on their 15-year-old daughter you getting You do. It. Oh, 100%. We know people. I want to hear the name after the you, you Once I say the name, you'll be like, oh, yeah, sorry. I, really? I knew that right away. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, no, Most interesting thing, um, it just relates to it, is I read this week that the whole subtext of The Matrix is about going transgender. Yeah, that is, yeah. Well, they're... Well, sorry, of the first Matrix? The whole the Matrix, Matrix series. The whole, the whole Matrix series is about... Is transitioning. about well, because they transitioned... Right well, after, I, well, and they, they've been asked, but that's the biggest proof in the pudding. At the very end, it goes systems failure, and the camera goes into it, and it's between it. This end of system is a M, the beginning of failure is an F, and it goes between. Okay, hold and, on. And these are the director writers saying this. They so the very first Matrix, yeah, the, the one that started all. I am Neo. All that shit. Yeah. Do you know the parallels? Like besides that M and F thing, do you know the other parallels? Only because of what the directors said they meant when they made the movie. I'll pull it up for you at the break. Simon. I need to see how that works. There's a bunch. The agents are transphobia. And I'll pull up the other one, but um, the red pill, like the Neo is the dead naming. He changed his name and doesn't want to be... Anyone. Yeah, he's no longer uh, Mr. Anderson. Corey Anderson and or Cody Anderson. Is deciding, uh, it blew my mind, too. That, but they, over the course of the movie, made the transition. The two brothers became sisters. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It, Hold on, I'll find it, Simon. Let me find it real quick, just while we're... Matrix. Well, that's all I had for this anyways, so you can we can look this up bomb, outside yeah. if you want. 
Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I guess we'll have to rate this controversial podcast. And like I said, I don't think Joe has to have anyone on this topic again after this. This is a definitive discussion to end all discussions. I mean, people can argue in the streets over it, but. I don't think, uh, I think now he has to have somebody from the other side, I guess. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be very interesting if you had someone who could debunk everything she said. But I don't know because she's sciential and factual. Anyways, that being said, my biggest qualm was this, was the uh, technical delivery because she was from Skype. This is some talk over and just was it smooth if she'd been in the studio. Wouldn't you imagine, Kamar, that if we were all kind of, if, if we're actually like our consciousness is of one, and it's in one kind of big place. Don't you think gender is like irrelevant at that point? And you'd be probably pretty fluid in that state. Anyways. It is, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I would think so. I give it 3.5. <laughs> um, I'm also going to give it a 3.5. I think she did a great job. I didn't care for it at all. Um, it's weird because these, I find these, these talks, I, I'm, I'm indifferent. I mean, first of all, I find it weird because it backs up your opinion. Like it's not like she's she was saying anything that you thought was no. I, I, and I'm not. I, I just like again. We've had the we the just climate had that you're this, not allowed to talk about. We just had this conversation though. Like we just did. I'm sorry, we did. If you go back and listen to the last one, it's exactly the same conversation. I disagree, we, but uh, okay. Without well, the Matrix truth bomb, that was quite the truth bomb. I really have to look into that. That, that wasn't even in this episode, so, so weird. You brought that up. Yeah, good work, Kamar. I, I know. I, I know. Oh, you actually talked literally that episode. Okay, well, uh, I guess we're gonna. You're gonna score two, or rate it. Didn't I give it a four? Oh, no. did you? Did you? Oh, four. Yeah. Wow. I like. I, I listen. So I thought you, this you, woman was really well spoken. She, she's. It, I find that when I listen to episodes like this, I'm like, the world is fucked. She wasn't emotional, but would you give it more if it was in studio? Because I just found it was sort of awkward conversation. No, there was I only a few it a times. Two and a half. I changed my mind. You went down. Yeah. Because I have to take into account that I just it, it didn't entertain me. It didn't like Simon. Please take your hand off the mic. Two point five. He's not entertained. I'm not entertained. All right. Well, we're gonna uh, Let take the meat cake. A quick break and then uh, we'll pay some bills. Uh, then we'll be back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try AlphaBrain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle and on it will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. 
It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. And we're back. Name and a number, Simon. Scatty dee 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 dee. 1421, Josh Dubin and Jason Flom. That will get the laughing out of the way now because the rest of this is fucking depressing. No, there's no laughing in this episode. No. Oh, we'll just uh, say this. Uh, one of the dudes looked and sounded like Ray Romano. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I thought. Here comes the laughs. <laughs> the music producer. Or the, yeah. Uh, agent oh, 100%. I didn't notice. I kept closing my eyes going out. Oh, Ray dude, it was Romano. nuts. Now I want to listen. Even uh, Mary was like, is Ray Romano on Joe I thought Rogan it was Ray right Romano. Now? The other guy is like a legitimate saint. And he's a lawyer, which is just no, no, no. impossible. The, Ray Romano was the lawyer. No, the other guy was the lawyer. Okay, Ray Romano. Hold on. The other guy. Yep. The boxing Not the manager. lawyer. Yeah. He's the saint. They're both saints. Yeah, I know, but he's the one who has like the massive amount of money that's like. Because he managed to get. Uh, that's right. All the bands. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Stone exactly. Pilots. So that you think that guy sounded like Ray Romano? I believe he did. Okay. Good stuff. All right. So now that we got that out of the way. Um, yeah, I find, like, my wife, we talked about this a little yesterday. My wife loves watching these types of docs, you know? Wrongly accused. Wrongly accused. I can't. Like, I love crime documentaries, but not the wrongly accused ones. They make me so angry. Oh, it makes my fucking watching, blood boil. And and here's something, and I, I know you'll be able to appreciate this. Um, so you know how there's always, like, a judge or a lawyer who, even after the fact, when all Is the so fucking... Is so overzealous to be like, nope. They still did it. They still did it. Those, the woman still thinks the five people did it in the Central Park Five. Dude, that's like, ex- that's exactly. She's dead now. I think. I think she died of cancer. No. A- anyways, but that's exactly my point, Maddie. Is somebody like that, a woman like that, who went out of her way and still, even after the proved innocent, still goes out of their way. She should then be punished, because there has to be some deterrent for people to act like that. And if you're just going to keep letting these people get off and letting these judges stay in power where they've clearly abused it, like... The craziest thing was that, um, and they just skipped over, that the lawyer in the Trayvon Martin case was the judge's... Oh, so, oh my God. Husband. And she wouldn't withdraw herself? Wouldn't recuse herself? Like, Unreal. Like, that, so, just fuck off. But ha- why does she get to yeah, decide? At no, that point, isn't there like a bigger judge? I'm sorry, Kamar, who steps in and is like, says, fuck oh, you. Wrong. Ain't, can't do fuck this. Fuck you, man. You don't get to decide. You're out of here. Yoinks. And, and not only that, because you wouldn't recuse yourself, punished. But what I'm saying is what's even crazier is that imagine you're the defendant and you... You stand up in court and go, this is a travesty. This is fucking bullshit. I want a different judge. Contempt of court. Well, that's, month in jail. That, like, that's the problem here is Trayvon died, sadly, and can't be brought back. No, I get it, but I'm just saying, like, what I'm saying, Kamara, is, first of all, there's just too much power involved there. Like he was saying, like, the judge, yes or no, do you want bail? Yeah. I said yes or no, do you want bail? Yeah. It's a yes or no. Yeah, yeah I want bail. All right, well, you don't want to answer my question. $2,000 bail. Like, what are we fucking doing And then, here? like, the technicalities, right? Where they're like, uh, you have to ask for your own DNA. But they were saying the DNA didn't exist. So what's there for me to ask? But then when you agree that it exists and I didn't ask for it, now I can't have it? Go fuck yourself. This is crazy. What I was like, thinking, this is another situation where our competitive nature 
Bites us in the ass. It's well, ego. Hold on, though. I, and they wait, should wait. have to do mushrooms. All lawyers. Stop, stop, stop. Twice a year, mushrooms. So this is where I was kind of... I, I agree with it <laughs> in principle, but I think there's more to it. I think sometimes as well, when you're like a district attorney and you go to prosecute someone and you've spent like a lot of time accusing this person of the worst kind of heinous crime and then you find out that they're innocent, I think it can be tough on you as well to, to sit there and go... I think, it takes, I think it takes a certain kind of person to just go, shit, I was wrong, but this is my job and I just have to move. Hold on. just I think there are district attorneys out there like that that are capable of just going, wow, we got this one. We got this one terribly wrong. Let them go. And that's that. I just think there's so many overzealous fucking. It's nuts. I can't. All, every story they told was gut wrenching. And it's like you can't even. I mean, I know how you said it's systematic racism, but like Kamala Harris was a huge problem, but she's black. So she racist against, it's just, it's. Yes, she's racist against her own people. Okay, I've seen she's it all. She's a, a. I've seen it all. Benedict Arnold, is that the, the term? A traitor. So there you go, man. Like she, and you know what? This is a really important point. Remember, remember that. Remember what Kamala Harris is willing to do when she ends up on that fucking ticket. Well, Listen, those numbers, that 4% of the population and they have 25% of incarcerated people in the world, that's insane. That's not a free country. And for drug crimes? Well, that's... Well, that, that brought up another thing, too. I was like, we legalized pot two, almost two years ago. It'll be two years in October, right? Because that's when we started the podcast. It'll be two years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So two years. They're already talking. It has Simon, you're burning the mic. It's already been... <laughs> The greatest moment of podcast history. I tell him, I tell him, new mics are in the mail, and he just starts burning this, the old this ones. This tastes foamy. <laughs> um, it's the coming from the guy who used the fucking remember to buy more rollies to fucking roll true. his joint. Uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> Fuck, I had a good point. I I'm sorry, it. Matt. I'm sorry. No, we're, no, no. No, we're fine. gonna get you back there. What was he talking about, Kamar? He was talking about Kamala uh, Harris. Five percent of the population, twenty-five oh, yeah, percent right. in jail. No, four percent of the population. Yeah, four percent of the population, twenty-five percent of the people in jail. Either way, I lost. It's fine. I'm sorry, man. It's not, listen. There's All no way anything I was saying was important. And fifty percent of them are nonviolent drug crimes. Oh, that was it. I got it. I was saying we le we we legalized pot not even two years ago, and we're already as a country discussing legalizing all of it. And I just think that's an interesting juxtaposition. Like even if I think about five years ago, here's a good example. I, I was telling Simon this this week. Uh, a girl four doors, five five doors down from us, Kamar, she came over this week and she was like, hey, just so you guys know, uh, someone stole my weed plant from the back. And she was super bummed. She was like, "I, it was like 10 feet tall. I've been watching it forever. And then like six other neighbors, and I'm talking like neighbors that you would not fuck. I have these two Asian neighbors. They have young kids. I always thought when they walked by, they were like fucking weed heads, whatever. They even came by and they were like, hey, just so you know, uh, the girl down the street, her plants got stolen. That's so you might a good want to watch out. In, it is, isn't it? But it made me think of the the climate and the change, how quickly, like even if you go to Supret and you look at the fucking lineup, it's not what you were told it would have looked like 20 years ago. Oh, you know people I mean? just stoned in the streets, losing their job, just... Not even that. If you were told what a pot smoker looked like 20 years ago versus what you see lined up at Supret, it's a totally... It's anybody. Exactly. And I just think that if we, if it took, that, I think if the states were to legalize pot, it would be a quick turnaround. It but has, I don't know it what has to be. But I don't know what they would do because that's such a big machine right now. 
the criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but I mean, if there's one thing we all agree on, it's the decriminalization of drugs has got to be done because the war on drugs is just. What a it's weird. It's just failed. The war on the courts on drugs it has just failed. It's, it's What a just, weird uh, country. Imagine living one county over from Colorado and going to jail for pot. Well, I was just listening to a guy who was saying, you know, I live in wherever, whatever state, it's illegal here. And I get in my car and I drive 10 minutes over yeah. the border to where it is legal. I buy my weed and I come home. It's just as far as driving downtown to, like, what are we doing here? That's my point. What, yeah. this what, is so what are they stupid. doing there? Yeah, what are they doing there? Yeah, I meant that as a more rhetorical question for everybody, you know? I mean, let's keep in mind, Kamar, they still are throwing people in jail for it here in, in weird ways. Like, I was thinking about something the other day that hit me. We were we constantly do this. We talk about how we're like, they need to, you know, any drug crime, whatever, whatever, shouldn't be anything. And then we go, except for trafficking. Trafficking is like one that we all, and then I thought about it and I was like, why? Well, because they're trafficking everything. But so even there's, then. There's your fentanyl, there's your everything. But my point was like, when we all got pot when it was illegal, someone had to traffic it to get it to the person that got it to us. It. I don't know. There is no drug crime to me unless it involves violence. That uh, no, now it you now know it becomes a dollar and cents issue because this goes back to now that weed is legal and it's being sold in legal places. Then these people who are like, if you want to sell weed, then do it legally, mm -hmm. right? Like that's the idea. And if you're not going to do that, then you need to be punished, not by necessarily jail though. It should be really hefty fines sure. and like ridiculously hefty fines that are going to dissuade people. But you're right. That's what it should be. Is that your argument? Well, no, but they I was, still have to be punished. What I was also going to say though, is you often hear people say, well, cause I, I hear this all the time. They're like, well, heroin's super expensive because it's illegal. And if we legalized it or decriminalized it, we could the state could just start giving out heroin for super cheap because it would be cheap. We know from experience that pot didn't get any cheaper. No, I think the argument is more that the heroin would be safer. Safer, yeah. Yeah, but they because also say it would be a lot cheaper as well. Yeah, but I never that's hear the argument there. of cheaper as in that's why we should decriminalize it. It's not to it's give us a, a better to well, give us a better deal on our fucking no, shit. No, but even then, you know? that was always the argument I heard was like, listen, everything once it once you legalize something, the black market's out of it. Therefore, all the fucking there's no re like you don't have to charge as much because getting it over the border or getting yeah. it over whatever isn't. Yeah, but no, you're a thousand percent right, Matt. We are the glowing example of that because they legalized weed, but the government still keeps their greedy little thumb on top of it. And they're no, losing money. This is I true. know they do, I know. And, and because they keep it so expensive because they can't figure their shit out, they prop up the black market. They're stupid. Like, you're, you're absolutely right. It may take some time right. for the work. It's also the right regulation. Direction. Regulation costs money. But I was saying the trafficking. I, I'm not saying there should... Sorry, go ahead. The trafficking problem is the same thing as buying the Nike shoe. Eventually, get somewhere where yeah. you're supporting bad stuff happening. The Veng diagram of the whole thing. And in that case, it's probably pretty close, you know? And it'd be a cash crop. All that money that the government could make off selling drugs. I know as crazy sounds me saying the government could do something. Could pay for the defund the police uh, programs. Like it's just, it's such a cash cow. First of all, you don't need as many police if drugs are legal. Problem right away it's, is solved. And maybe most the of, biggest breakthrough thing that we could possibly And do. most of the times where arrests go badly are over drugs. It's either somebody being high or 
some drug arrest or yeah but that's not going to change if you legalize drugs people are going to be there's still going to be people high out there yeah i know but they're not going to be being pulled over all the time well you can't nothing you know because you're not going to be able to search and search somebody. Why would you search them for something that's legal? Everything goes down. Everything it doesn't make any down. sense. I get it. I'm just saying, though, that you can't argue that there'll be less high people out there once we legalize No, everything. no, I, I'm not. I'm saying that when you're high or drunk and you get arrested, maybe you're not making the best decision as to what you're going to do during that arrest. You know? I get, okay, I get that. Yes, if you have, you're like, well, I have fucking have four grams of heroin you. on me. I'm going to have to fight this cop because I'm going to go to jail for fucking potentially 25 years. Because I years. have two strikes in a three-strike yeah. program. And Not even. Is... They spoke about that guy that first offense. He had to say it twice. What about the lady who got pulled over or got taken in because she hadn't paid parking tickets? Like, this is insane, The weird man. thing is, though, I was thinking about it just in a microcosm that, it was, like with my case, there's no way the DA has a date on the wall like no want to bring me down on the, on the they have so many cases so much going on you know what i mean i don't understand how we're also in canada yeah, what's yeah, your point though how there's you wouldn't imagine that for all these courts that they they don't have time to take these cases personally like is it the um but come on i think you're looking at the that makes him choose his case and stuff i think you're looking at the wrong way you're i think you're looking at it like uh like they're like it's a personal vendetta. I think they're just like, oh, this person's poor. These are no. It seemed like personal vendettas to me. These cases. Well, no. Like I said, I think you. I don't think anyone gives it enough. You've accused someone of murder or rape, and then you find out you're wrong. You either have to apologize or double down. And usually, doubling down is a lot easier than apologizing, especially when you have to go to that person and their family and say, hey, remember the last six months where I spent telling everyone you were a rapist and a murderer? Oh yeah. Or they have the loophole where you're, even though you, we, you're still in jail, you're just in custody. You're oh, not that's, incarcerated That anymore. shit like, is so fucking they, they, unreal. They're covering their ass. Like, it, it, it seems like the whole thing's a fucking For that scam. guy to be out, too, like he was out and living his life, and then they fucking send the FBI in, too. And that shit always fucks me up, too. This guy is a non-violent... He's a singer. Like, when you send that much force, you almost are asking for more trouble do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like where you could easily just send one person and say listen i know this is not how you want this to go down or you send two i don't know when you people to try two, to act but... more than human they end up acting less than human so that lady who interesting that lady who got um brought in because she hadn't paid her she mm -hmm. had uh traffic violations or whatever yeah and then i was like so basically what they're doing is they're manufacturing prey for the predators y you know what i'm saying and then look at something like the bail bonds when they were talking about the bail, that whole scamola. And you're just like, that is there strictly so that another party can like get their cut of a human life. You know what I mean? It's oh, no. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's an industry. Unfortunately, it's crazy. Not justice. It is a well oiled machine. And like, they don't want to fuck with that cash cow, man. And I'd rather all that energy go to fixing that before racism. <laughs> I think we do, you know, this this one made me sit back too and go, I think we're a bit harsh on lawyers. Because no one likes a lawyer. Every time you have to deal with a lawyer, it's, it's dis, you know, it's disgust, disdain, it's everything. And then you sit there and th it, this guy's a lawyer. 
That's and sometimes you need lawyers the same way sometimes you need cops. Although I found when he said he was a boxing manager and a lawyer and a boxing manager until you heard the story of, of how he got there. Of, then, of, of course, of course, like good luck to the person bad mouthing these guys. But their even then, an interesting it was interesting him being like you know and I never thought about it like him being like yeah I I uh, I, I represented Lennox Lewis and someone being like oh what did he do yeah. Yeah. You know, you never think about that. Like, oh no, I needed a lawyer because I was innocent. And because to anyone I'm young, suing somebody, not anything yeah. to do with innocent or guilty. It's the other people who are innocent or guilty. Sure. Or no, even then, I got a lawyer because I was accused of something that I absolutely didn't do, and I had to defend myself. And well, no, but I mean, even better yet, yeah. like he yeah, was yeah. suing somebody exactly, right away because yeah. he's black. You assume that, or maybe not even because he's black. Maybe just when you hear somebody has a lawyer, like, what'd you do? Yeah. No, and that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's an interesting thing that I've it, never ever thought of. It should. The first question should be, what did somebody do to you, or just what happened? What happened is a good one that covers all yeah, the bases. That, that pretty much covers it all. Um, Sorry, Kamar, you had something to say there. I was just gonna say, I'm sure someone's about to say it. Um, then they went over all the ways that they use evidence are completely. But I mean, I think we've Simon knows Simon listened to enough fucking. I know that all that shit is fugazi. Uh, I I did not. You know, Dexter is a crime splatter specialist. Dexter is a crime splatter. Okay, so that was a blood splatter, but the yeah. teeth, the uh, blood just splatter. so many yeah. things are They're all useless. that you've heard in your life, like, oh, that's how they caught him. And, they and that they used to just uh, could win and lose cases. That And those guys are still sitting in jail. So now we know, we know for a fact, teeth things, totally unreliable. You could have no teeth. It looks like teeth. Teeth looks like no teeth. And there's... A thousand guys rotting in jail right now over teeth. You know they found they found people with identical fingerprints. Is that true? Yeah, I'll have to look that up. That sounds crazy. I thought it Doesn't was like it? a snowflake thing. And that's but that's the thing is they realized something that they thought for 150 years was like infallible. They found out after 9/11 they were like, "There's a few people out there that." You know what was a crazy thing he said was. Um, you know, if you're pro death penalty, Ray Romano said that. Yeah. I really want you to think about this. How many, if you're pro death penalty, how many innocent people are you willing to kill? And if you kill an innocent person and you're pro death penalty, you should get the death penalty. Eye for an eye, we all go blind. It's really, it's really just different. But you know, an eye you, for an eye, we all go blind. But you know, when you hear about some heinous crime, you're like, kill that fucking bastard. Yeah. Again, our, our like conditioned response. I, we don't have the death penalty here, so it's a whole different story. No. But they just sent us another Canadian death in China. Yeah. And imagine those court systems. Over drugs. <laughs> you think, like... Oh, I can't imagine that. Like, shit. The evidence, Fuck that. The chain of evidence, all this stuff. Well, like, like you saw around that the world. Claire Danes movie, or um, what's the one Romeo where... and Juliet? No, 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 no. Where... Um, they go to some like Thailand or something and get caught smuggling drugs. I remember the movie. I can't remember the name. Broke down hotel or so. I don't know, whatever. But it's like um, that happened to those two Montreal the, girls. What's the famous one? I think it's about those two Montreal girls. The uh, famous one. Are you talking about the two Montreal girls? No, There's about Midnight the, Express. The Midnight Express or oh. Papillon or whatever. You know. Um, but it got me to thinking. He said something about all these young people in prison, how much like talent and genius is just rotting away 
Who knows? How many Picassos are in there? How many cures to cancer are, are, are just rotting away in prisons over weed, unjustly weed charges or nothing or you know fuck. Or just a ambitious prosecutor. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, if you know to describe this podcast, it's like depressing, but uplifting that there's these two angels out there doing the work. Here's a big question for you, okay? Now that um, this has been brought to Joe, and he obviously got real Moved. emotional he felt about away. it, is he going to become like an advocate, or is it going to be like, I'm too busy, and this just gets kind of talked about and then forgotten? We'll be hearing about it for the next two weeks with other guests. I don't know. I I don't know. I felt like he was actually moved by this advocate. one. Yeah, no. So if you if you were a betting man, do you feel like this is going to become Joe's cause? Or do you think this is going to Like I said, just disappear. like when he read the First Nations books, that became his cause. That was never his cause, though. It's he not like never, he's gone he to a Cree nation yeah. like reserve. Well, he should give these is guys Joe going to put his money where his mouth is? A million bucks. He should give these guys a million bucks. Is That's what I'm asking. We'll see. Or is he going to become like a Kim Kardashian? And isn't that weird that they didn't talk about Kim Kardashian? Well, that that's the funny thing. All this, all these prison systems is like Obama, Bush, Clinton. Like Trump is just clean on this one. It, it's a fucked up system, but <laughs> wow, you are <laughs> okay. All right, yes, yes. Kumar, it's got to be are, fixed, but it's you are it's, correct. It's take like, the opportunity to boost up your boy Trump. Take the W. <laughs> um. What else I got here, bro? Death penalty. So this says that no two people have the exact same fingerprint, but that fingerprint analysis now is being questioned because there's a lot of, like a lot of the arches and shit and whatever they call them. There's a bunch but of different. No two people have the same finger. When you said it, it, I believed you should have stuck with it. Not looked at it. Well, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to be out there saying false because we're all I about the facts. Him. Well, no, it's because when I heard it, it sounded like they were saying, but that, all it was saying was this: that fingerprinting is not what they. They used to, it used to be ironclad. A oh, fingerprint was. He said it. He said the only thing, DNA, DNA. not fingerprints, not teeth, not arson, not this, the not miracle that. miracle of life. DNA. Yeah. And, and I'll agree to that. And I uh, sort of checked out in this when they talked about the fighting. The fighting, the fighting. They didn't talk about fighting very long. No, and they did, again, make a good point as to teach kids to fight. Make it a course in school, like. You teach them all sorts of useless shit. You know what I will say, this though? This is something like, that would help. I know Joe started off in Taekwondo, which I find odd, because I took Taekwondo as a kid, and I found it to be the most, like, boring. I didn't learn anything self-defense. And I took it for, like, two years. I just found it to be really... Well, when you take karate, let's say, mm -hmm. terrible, because you end up having to do all the katas, and the katas don't pay off until way down the line, right? Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off, exactly. I think Taekwondo, and I'm surprised to hear that. I thought it was more immediate. I thought you were kicking things right away and like there was sparring and no? No. I mean, maybe it depends on what dojo you go to, Maddie. Maybe. Who knows? I'm just, I don't know. Like I know when we were signing my son up for martial arts, we were looking at a bunch of different places and we went and did like a trial class at Kung Fu. I thought Kung Fu might be fun because, you know, Bruce Lee. But that was like a lot of like pomp. You know, yeah. a lot of, I don't and know. And then we went to like a martial arts or a mixed martial arts place where it was like jujitsu, Muay Thai, and that seemed a lot more balanced, you know, get right in there, start doing things that seem more practical. Anyways, whatever. Sorry. 
No. Um, yeah, Kamala Harris, bad. Um, DNA, good. Uh, <laughs> it brings us back to that. And I know I've told this story before. But to me, it's the one that like ticks so many different boxes is those five kids who were robbing the house. They guy ends up being home, comes out, shoots. They all get charged for the murder of the kid, of of their friend friend. that got killed. And then the one guy who's in prison, everybody else um, gets out. But because he signed some sort of plea agreement, like they're holding him on a technicality. The whole thing is just so gross. They do that all the time where they know they're wrong. And they've exactly in a case like that, where all four kids were the same. You let three of them out, but you're going to hold one of them because when he was 13 years old, he signed a plea agreement with you because he was scared to death to spend 50 years in prison and he only wanted to spend 35. Like, what about what about uh, uh, what about Omar Khadr? Which one's that? Come well, he he was the one who threw the grenade when he was like 13 or 14. I don't think I know. That. The Canadian kiddies was held as a was held in Canada for. I mean, he got 10 million dollars, and of course, a bunch of people got pissed off. But. Oh, I was right, by the way. Million a year. I said that like 15 episodes ago. That's what restitution is for someone wrongly accused. Yeah. Oh, except that we find out that they have loopholes that they. Yeah, but I said if that. you if you successfully get a civil suit, I believed I said uh, it was a million a year because that guy got 18 million for every year he was in there. Back to Deborah So for one second, because Joe did say he's moving by the end of the month. Yeah, categorically said so. Oh, yeah, I think the first Spotify episode will be in Texas. Ready. The first episode will be in Texas. The first Spotify video when that crashes will be in Texas. When that crashes, yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah, so that was pretty much all I had for this. We could go on and on about stories of uh, whatever. But but you should hear for yourself. I mean, I don't do justice. I'll say this I think it would be good of Joe to have these guys on once or twice. Like once every two or three months. If you're gonna have Mike Baker on all the time, why not have these guys on to give us updates on? Co- no, no, on- no. Have them on. I agree with you. Have them on with like the guy who they're talking about or who just got out. Or no, no, no. What I was gonna say is know? instead, just bring to light all the new cases that we should sure. know about or yeah, ones that you're perfect. working on currently. Ones, you're working ones on, we might exactly. be able to help with. Yes. Call Congress, call a Congressperson, yes. that sort of thing. You know, yeah, Joe could do that. He could do one a month for sure. That's what I'm saying. That's just within his purview. Ev- you're yeah, absolutely get rid of Mike right. Baker. Maybe less, a little less Tom Papa. Just one less Tom Papa every two months. There's well, right. Now Tom Papa's coming back on for sure. Oh, he'll be. Now he'll that be. Maddie's yeah, done this. tomorrow. Well, the thing is, these guys are doing this podcast, so I think he's probably better off just sending him to. Well, hold on. He has. Oh yeah, they have their own. He podcast, has. But he has a way bigger on. platform. He has to do p- Tom Papa. And Joey Diaz this month. He's leaving California. Tom Papa lives in New York. Tom Papa does not live in New York. He's been there. Tom Papa's been on. Tom Papa lives in LA. He's been on since COVID. Tom Papa lives in LA. Are you sure? Yes. How does he keep bringing bread by? How? You think he's flying New York to LA with bread? It was in the Tom Papa episode that Joe was like, I'm really thinking of moving out of here. Yeah. Yeah, because he was visiting from New York. No, uh, Red Red Band, Red Band. I'm pretty sure that he's on Sirius, right? I thought Sirius was in New York City. You put that together all the time. As you know, you can do... Sirius is in New York City. Simon, you can do radio from anywhere. He has fucking uh, studio in London. But that's it. Sirius has studios everywhere. I'm... Okay. 
Well, no, but they do. It's definitely based in New York City. Why don't we just pull up the phones okay. and find out? Well, here, out. I'll just... Hey, Siri, where's Tom Pobolev? Yeah, thanks. There you go. Yeah. And you can... Put it to com- rest. Tomorrow Question can stop it. being so fucking crazy about it. What am I crazy about? I just said Tom Pobolev's been on since COVID. I'm a loon. Tom Pobolev. It's not going to tell me where he lives, is it? New Jersey. That's that's where, no, guessing. it says that's where he's born. <laughs> where does he currently reside? Siri. Address. Tom Papa residence. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, social insurance number. Oh, this is terrible fucking podcast. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah. going to rate it. Yeah, rate it. We're, rated, we're good. We're I done. A, uh, I rated a four. Yeah, I rate this one. Uh, I mean, it, it was a 4.25. It's a five for me. <laughs> Tough, though. Like I hated listening to this. Hated yeah, listening to it. That's where I differ. It was tough. It's a tough listen, but I mean... It, you know, people say protest. The least you can do is listen to this to understand what's going on. You're throwing away all your notes. That's it. We have That's one more podcast. Picasso on I it have as well. the rest of my notes in a different thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, go listen to their podcast, support charities. What more can I say? Top villain. I can't find where Tom Papa lives. It's New Jersey. Uh, um, so you're agreeing with me now. He doesn't live in L.A. I don't even know what I said in the first place, but... You... Holy he, shit. Since COVID has happened, he's been there, Yes, because so. he traveled there with his family. We went through yeah, this, so man. he can be there again. Anything's possible. He's thinking he drives up the street. You think he... He gets on the plane with the bread. That's what he does. Tom, and he dro- no, and you know how I know you're wrong because other comedians that live in LA are like Tom dropped off a bunch of bread today. Tom's been dropping town. off bread because he was in town. Let me so, just, hold on, let me he get this brings straight. Suitcases full yeah, of bread. Yeah, so this is now you know you're full of fucking shit. He brings suitcases full of or bread. Or maybe he makes the bread. Maybe he stays at a place in LA and bakes a bunch of bread for the friends. This is see Simon. This is exactly what happens to prosecutors. They say someone's guilty and then they get immediately proven wrong and their fucking ego, just like yours right there, starts cooking up all this horse shit. If you live beside Tom Papa and you're his neighbor, tell us where you live. Why won't I just, why can't I, where does okay, Tom Papa live? Because we gotta get on yeah, the, the, the podcast. I'm not asking about that. I'm asking why it's not giving me a fucking answer. Well, you're gonna have to move on. Let's, uh, no, you have to move on. 1522. The Prince of Hollywood. Rob The Lowe. man everybody loves. You're going to love this real quick. Rob Lowe. Just to wrap it up. Yeah. This is from Tom's official website. You're not going to like this, and I'm not going to like this. Arizona. When not touring the country, Tom lives in New York and Los Angeles with his wife and family. Boom, you're both right. Amazing. That is he's very got unsatisfying. <laughs> he's got enough bread to have two places. There you go. But he always comes so on and talks about how his kids sense. are going to go to... He lives in New York most of the time because that's where he does his radio show from. Then he comes to Los Angeles every once in a while. He cooks a whole bunch of bread. Simon. He drops it off Simon, at the Simon, Simon, Simon. Right. He does I have Rogan. to stop you. I cannot say this enough. You can do fucking radio anywhere. Sirius has studios in LA and New York, just like every other major radio player in the world where does howard stern do his podcast out of he's from new, new york, york for sure rob Lowe may be the greatest looking man of all time oh fuck whatever 2022 rob Lowe. 1522 <laughs> rob Lowe. um you no. think he's the best looking man of all time he's a, he's a fantastic looking he is man a great and, and looking man has of course. aged uh, fantastically he is soda pop from the outsiders 
But yeah, oh, what a, the movies, eh? The movies, the, everything. It was just where do I start? Where do I start? Look at, look at you! You're just fanboyed out, huh? I was. Fan You're like excited. He's giddy. Out because what I what I well because I want to talk about it yesterday, but um, you look at how giddy he is. There's a certain, I love this episode too. There's a certain level of fame. You could be sort of famous and be dropping names. Yeah. But there's another little fame where you're just telling stories and it's it's You're including names. You're including names. And it's just like we always say celebrities or whatever, you know what I mean? They only go on for an hour. Oh, this was not a, this was so different. It was so different. This guy wasn't Hollywood. It was, it was everything you he, he tell the stories. He's Even laughing. when he was bragging about his kids, it didn't seem Well, as a um, father. He, he, but you know what it is, Kamar? It was that he, I don't know. That, like, he even said it where he was like, there's some people that I still want to meet. You know what I mean? Like, there's still people who are on my list where I'm like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. That insight to fame and that even if they fall off, if you run into them, they're still famous. Like, it's it's a social construct for sure, fame. Of course. You know what I mean? And having this guy talk so candidly about it because he's been around. But, Kamar, I think the other thing is what's really interesting is like, so Rob Lowe has made it to the top of like TV, movies, and this and that. But now he's starting a podcast. So he looks at Joe as like, you stop it with the fucking throwing of the notes there, Letterman. They keep hitting him in the face. Um, I think he like he's so into his new podcast that he came on here and was like, this is the guy. Well, of course. And you know he listens to, I don't know, every episode like we do. But he well, it sounds like he listens to, yeah. Using a lot of references. Were you telling me about that show where... They go back and look at the old Pimp My Ride cars, where they are now. Was one of you guys telling me about that? I, I, I think it was, was Jarrah person. telling us about That's it. That's a funny concept for a show, man. Because those things, of course, don't age well. But I would love to see where they ended up. Because, you know, you got it done. It cost them fucking... To put a fish tank in your car or whatever, twenty grand, whatever. Forty two speakers. But do you not know the story, Simon? TVs. Most most of the time when the show was done, they had to take a lot of the stuff out. Oh, it only worked for the show. Yeah. Like a lot of it too was like this isn't actually you're not getting all these you just get whatever, like we did the car up, but you're not getting the forty two TVs. If you want to put forty two TVs in after, feel free. Wow, but we're that's taking them all super back. Super lame. Anyways, okay. one of the super interesting things that I think he gave us insight to is why people don't necessarily talk about AA and stuff on podcasts. They say it puts too much pressure on the program and the person. Because if I say, okay, this is how it all worked out, and then a year later, whatever, I falter, then you give so many people an avenue to say, see, it doesn't work. It well, doesn't the work program apparently tells you not to. Yeah, but we've, we've wondered in past episodes why people, like... Uh, I don't really want to talk yeah, about it, whatever. I, I'm saying, like he was saying, he articulated that the program tells you not to do that. So they, but it's it, in their doctrine. I could see someone else recovering through something different and having that same mindset that, you know what I mean? Even though I want to help people, I don't want to trash what worked or risk what worked for me. I just thought it was a, a poignant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he right away, I was like, I was like, I knew I wasn't an alcoholic. When he was talking about that, what the the the, the um... well, just when he was like, if you're a true alcoholic, he's like, if you're the type who's like, well, I'm just going to Europe, I'm just going to have a glass of wine. He's like, you can fucking set your watch to it. And then we have a lot of cocaine, yeah, because it's good and you get the best stuff. Because I can, I can have a shot, I can have a shot here and there, no problem, and then you're not going to see me fucking fly. But like, I always 
contested. I just had a drinking problem. Wasn't an alcoholic. You, yeah, out of all the people out there that I knew who were drinkers, yours, I mean, it, it was a problem. Yeah, but that was it. I was a problem drinker. I wasn't an alcoholic. Yeah, there's I a big. I think there's a big. I think, too. I think there's a big difference. I think and that's the thing too. Is I think I know a lot of people that are problem drinkers. They're not necessarily like alcoholics. When you turn up, you get too lit. Yeah. Oh, that was me for sure. That's for the young people. Well, because to me, I don't know, because I could see just because it works one way and it's true one way doesn't mean it has to. No, I I know what you mean. But what I'm saying is I think we know a lot of people that they don't necessarily like it's not like they wake up and they have to have a drink or that they feel that need to have a drink. But they're just always in a scenario where drinks are had and they Mm -hmm. put themselves in that. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think we also know a lot of people that still live in that industry. And, and he had no problem with other people doing drugs. Yeah. They smoked cigars. He was very, he, he, he would do anything. He'd chop something with the samurai sort of Joe How long do you think it's going to be before um, we start seeing like a prepper car? Like a. They had it. That vehicle they showed. Yeah, no, that's like, you have to like get that modified, blah, blah, blah. I think the company makes it that way. No, 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 no. I'm saying it. That's like a special car. I'm saying how long before we see like the Acura apocalypse, you know, just a real mainstream. I'm sure there's concept, but if I ever made a lot of money, I decided I'm buying one of those trucks. One of those trucks. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I have a place to park it or you'd be on the road or... Well, you should, you, you should have yourself a little camper anyways. Oh, I want one of those trucks. Okay, well, there you go. Okay, people, that's what your Patreon money's now going to buy, is Kamar one of those prepper trucks. Um, can we talk a little bit about ancient civilizations, since they talk so much about them? We must. They didn't talk. Hold on, stop. I hate when you do this. Kamar, how much did they talk about ancient civilizations? They talked about everything. I thought we were going to talk about uh, him freaking out that there's got to be a space force and Joe just shutting the whole thing down. What do you mean? Well, Rob was going to get into the moon missions and all that, and Joe just was not having it. But they did talk about ancient civilizations. They talked a hell of a lot, lot though. Bigfoot. A, a lot. They did. They talked about Machu Picchu. They talked about Egypt. So there was a lot of ancient Hold on, civilizations stop. talk. Stop, stop, stop. J- Joe said, I would like to go to Egypt. And Rob Lowe said, yes, I imagine seeing the periods would be nice. That was it. No, that was the Egypt talk. No. And then they touched, yes, and then they touched on Graham Hancock. Oh, well, they talked about Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, listen, listen. Atlantis Morissette? Let's not, let's not get bogged down Atlantis. in your negativity, all right? Um, interesting fact I heard about Egypt. About this 80% of the structures are actually underneath the sand. There's like a whole world happening underneath Egypt. Buried. Buried. And a lot of things back in the day, apparently, a lot of these ancient structures have very deep um, things going on beneath them. Interesting. Here's what I wanted to talk about, though. Uh, Rob Lowe was talking about how he went to Machu Picchu and he could clearly see with his own eyes great old construction at the bottom using these massive stones and then things get smaller and it looks like somebody else did it. We know that there are two different times of building this is like this is a fact now the question is (laughs) dude you are the worst the question is same with like egypt we know that egypt is way older than the five thousand years they so what is going on with the fight you tell me matt as the big skeptic of the group 
No, I just don't What's care. What's the fight? No, no, but use your brain. There's no money in it. Put yourself into the fucking shoes of the, the people, and you tell me why they are fighting it. There's no money in it. First of all, the they you're talking about is like 12 fucking people. Well, in the case of Egypt, it is a very small amount of people. Yes. So why are those 12 people fighting it? Who the fuck knows? Because they have nothing better to do and they've invested their whole life in it. How about that? But there, there should be the uh, W-O-D-E, the World Organization Discover Egypt. And yes. There should be cranes and everything just... The W-O-D-E, that was the worst you acronym. Know, you know how... Woad, man. You know how if you're in, like, let's say the... Um, Oh, fucking the Knights Templar, or the Masons, or whatever. If you just find well, the Masons there. is a bad one, but let's say you're in the Knights Templar and you're like one of the last generation of the Templar that are left, and um, you have to like make sure that your secrets never get out. You know, that's your job. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what these Egypt guys are like. Like they just can't let the secret out, no matter what. Or that's what the Catholic Church is doing. Well, the Catholic Church, for sure, Kamar. And if the burning of the uh, Library of Alexandria, just like Rob Lowe said, that's in the basement of the Vatican right now. Some remnants. Put two and two together. The Catholic Church burned down the Library of Alexandria. But kept some stuff. They didn't. Eyes. They didn't save it and take it home. They took it and burnt it. To like, destroy the evidence. Fuck, man. It's so plain and Jane. Anyways, Fucking whatever. Okay, we can we can move <laughs> off. Of, I was saying uh, Rob Lowe was more Joe Rogan than Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. You said that outside. Do you think Kamar that you're better off not meeting your heroes? Because it's so few, like the Rob Lowe's are so few and far between. Oh, if you met Rob Lowe and he turns out to be a total dick? Yeah. Are definitely. you better off just not meeting your heroes or do you just got to keep shooting your shot? I think you're better off not meeting you know, heroes. Because then I, you have no heroes. Remember I told you a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, that you guys were going to have to start checking your heroes? Poignant, yeah. You know who's on Epstein's log? The flight log, not necessarily the island, Dave but Chappelle. the flight log. Nope, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, he's going right after he's, me? He's a clone. No, this is going to affect all of us. This one hurts. Kill your heroes. I'm going to give you a guess. Go. Oh my God, just fucking say it. Quentin Tarantino. That doesn't kill me. Oh, he that, seems that does, totally that doesn't like surprise the type. Me. He's yeah. the weirdest of the bunch. Oh, man. but that hurts, man. I love Tarantino's movies. If I have to fucking Mel Gibson Tarantino, I'm going to be super pissed. I don't have to do that what you do, so I don't have the same tortured existence. You won't do that? I could watch Braveheart right now. What? You think? <laughs> I'm going home to watch Braveheart. What? You think because of your stance, I'm like, yep, Braveheart's dead no, to me. No, <laughs> I think because of the fucking Holocaust, you're like, Braveheart is dead to me. Send me the, the recording or whatever this evidence is, or whatever it is that you saw that was like... I'm done. What do you mean? He's he made terrible statements about Jews. But he's always wasted. His father is a Holocaust denier. Put two well, hold and on, two hold together. On, hold on. If my dad denied the Holocaust, are you going to stop hanging out with me? If you said I hate Jews, 
and your father was a Holocaust denier, yeah, we're probably not going to be friends. Well, hold on. Like Kamar said, if I'm drunk and I'm saying it jovially, like, ah, I hate Jews. He wasn't drunk and saying it jovially. He was like, was he being held by the police? Like he was under duress? <laughs> yeah. And he was, he was experienced yeah. police brutality. I don't so know. So he could have yelled at any race or any uh, ethnicity. Hold on, hold on. And he chose the Jews. What, what if he the cop's the name Jews. was Greenberg? You want him to go on a racial, on a black racial tirade? Don't at that go point? on any racial tirade. <laughs> I, I I bet Rob Lowe and Mel Gibson's paths have crossed. And I bet they're not friends. You hope they're not friends. I'm willing to put money on the fact that they're not friends. Okay. I don't think anybody's friends with Mel Gibson in Hollywood. Yeah. I, I, anyways, I don't. I can't think of uh, something outstanding that I really liked, and now I just don't like. Like, and I perfect example. I give Michael Jackson. Do you have? Um, do you remember the Lombada? The Forbidden Dance. Yeah. Do you remember when that movie came out when we were kids and it was like a big deal? Uh, not even the movie, the music video. I thought it was all started with the movie. No, it started with the, the song. Oh, and they made a movie about the song? Hilarious. Can I have a the, No. What did you just say? Lombada. 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 The Forbidden Dance. That's like where they grind up on each other. Yeah. Lombada. La Bamba, that was another great movie. How come you haven't done a movie game yet? What's going I on? I was just getting ready to do the movie Lou game. Lou Diamond Phillips? No, because I thought I was going to do The Mummy. Because Ooh, you said ancient, ancient uh, civilizations. Uh, Brendan Fraser, they talked all Brandon about it. Brendan Fraser ran in yeah. on the, like, all these Hollywood stories. Well, we stories. have to do The Mummy. Then The Mummy it is. What were you going to do, though? Well, I was going to say how they talked about Juliet Lewis. Yes, great. Was, Sci huge Scientologist. Oh, this is canceled now. And Joel all those movies are going to go with her. But they listed off a bunch of movies, and one of the most underrated performances of hers is California with a K. Brad Pitt. California. Now it's just, it's, and Brad Pitt. Amazing. Like it's his, probably his best Let's one. Let's do both of it's them. It's California. Well, actually, I was going to do Nacho Born Killers because Oliver Stone. But we Hold can't. on one sec. What are the odds? Do I have to get you one of those shields? Why did I spit in your face? Yeah. Sorry. What are they? Oh, it doesn't matter. You guys are riding dirty. Dirty. So let it go. I still don't like it. Oh, well, whatever. Um, what are the odds that Oliver Stone himself is on the podcast, and they don't talk about natural born killers. Well, wait a second. They, at a short period of time, they who who knows where they could have gone to, and I thought Rob Lowe and Joe talked for three hours, and they still didn't talk about a bunch of stuff. Can and I? It was just a great. Conversation. Can I point out that Joe was like, "I really want to have her on the show." No, he said we've talked about it. Her, she's and I. a yeah. huge Scientologist. I think he's had Scientologists on before. Who ex Scientologist Leah Remy. Who? Yeah, only an to talk about how terrible Scientology is. Show me, tell me another. Guarantee you, he's at a low key Scientologist that on. he's known about. Because I just said low key. Anyways, okay. No, I mean, I'm I, listen. I'm just giving him and you the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure he's had a Scientologist on. I stop. Clarate and listen. It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to decide. He's so rude we're, when he wants to push things No, along, no, no, because... Eh? That's not how you do things. No, we started the movie game, and now we are going down a path. Right, yes, fine, fine, fine. Anything fine, I did fine, would be rude fine, to bring fine, it back. Fine, fine, it's fine. the movie game, the most popular game on the internet, where Matt and Simon go head to head. You can't say that. It's like saying best sandwich in Ottawa. No, it's definitely the most popular game on the internet. Can you pass me a pen? Is there an extra one there? Simon, Simon. Thank you, <laughs> Simon and Matt try to decide what movie, what year a movie was released. Then the budget and the box office. So what are we doing first? We're doing the mummy. 
the mummy. Well, we're doing natural born killers. We're doing, we're doing both. both. We're doing both. And it's a back to back, not yeah. this anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the mummy, Brendan Fraser. But definitely go and watch California if you haven't seen it. California, spelled with the K. It's not California with the K. It's just called California. But it is uh, David Duchovny and Brad Pitt's best work. Yes. We're I doing the first happens. mummy, the very first mummy. Mummy one, the mummy. So we need a year. What? To satisfy the ancient civilizations. And I guess we're going to go for another hour on Bigfoot after this. No, we're not. How how old was I when I first saw the movie? An excellent question that would help you. Yeah. Starring Brendan Fraser, Rachel Wise, John Hanna, Arnaldo Vosloo, Jonathan Hyde, and Kevin J. O'Connor. As usual, I am going to be one year off. Directed by Stephen Summers. Yeah, that's been happening a lot lately. Yeah, hasn't it? On both ends, Simon too. Filmed in Marrakesh, Morocco. Oh, that's close to home. And I rolled a real fucking chonger of a personal here. I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go first, Matt. I wrote down 1997. Oh, shit. I said 2006. Well, often you are both wrong. It's 1999. Well, one one of us was way, way wrong. Off, <laughs> way <laughs> way At least I was in the right decade. I think I might have done my math wrong. Actually, I did do my math wrong. Okay, no problem. No problem. That's That's interesting. Uh, I think you were thinking of The Mummy Returns, 2001. No, he was thinking of Scorpion King with The Rock. No, it's all good. Don't worry about it. That's 2002. Prequel spinoff. The Mummy with Brandon Fraser. Who else? Who was in it? You didn't give us the rundown. I I, I did. You were deep in getting your uh, dates right. I found, I think, Brandon Fraser was always annoying. I never liked him as a leading man. You said this was 1999? Sir. Yes, sir. Shit. This one's always fucked me up. And I've come up with a great idea for a movie, but I'm sure it's it's it, working in Hollywood right now and, and going to be coming out. Or maybe a series of movies. Uh, you know, Mark, can you remind me for the post show, uh, Neil Brennan, Brian Callen? Okay, yeah, I can do that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm ready. Okay, I'm so off. Go ahead, Matt. I have 89 million to make, 495.8 million at the box office. Well, I said 28 million to make and 190 at the box office. Budget 80 million. <laughs> box office 416. Wow, good work, Matt. There you go. We got a fucking winner. Good work. Winner. What was the 460? Holy fuck. That is the closest I've ever been, maybe. God damn. Okay, and the next one is Natural Born Killers. Kerpow. No, 416, sorry. Oh, 416. Okay. Still. It's in the neighborhood. It's closer than Simon did with anything. Yeah, Yeah, I was terrible. And then Natural Born Killers, which we thought they should have talked about. Oh, my God. And story by Natural Born Killers, Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. He, wrote, he wrote it? There you go. It all comes around. It all comes around. So I guess we got to call this a Tarantino movie, too, since we call True Romance. Directed by Oliver Stone. It's a Tarantino-Oliver Stone collab starring Woody Harrelson, the one and only Juliette Lewis, Robert Downey Jr., Tommy Lee Jones, and Tom Sizemore. Okay. I got my year. I said... No, 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 no. He feels in the zone on this personal movie. Could you imagine hanging out with Charlie Sheen and Rob Lowe 
in New York City while they're filming Wall Street. No. Like, just insanity. All right, Simon. You go first. Okay. I said the year was 1997. Oh, I said 98. 1994. Wow, not even fucking close. You can't picture yourself when you were when the movie came out. 1994, holy shit. Did you guys see Twister? Yeah. Were we excited to see it, but don't know there's going to be a Hollywood piece of shit? No, I remember being excited to see it and being like, legit, this is fucking... Legit, okay, right yeah. on. That, that, I, I, dude, I think I saw it... That's the age gap. I think I saw it the first week, like three oh, or four times. I was cheap planning, and I came into town to watch it. Oh, yeah, I remember being like, this is a big... There was that a, was the same year Jurassic Park came out, wasn't it? Twister? It seemed like the game was changing with blockbusters. Yeah, that was a big year for blockbusters, well, I can't I confirm those dates. Bill Paxson. Or Pullman. Yeah, we're going to get to him. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he was in Twister. Yes, he was. No, that was Pullman. That's what I'm saying. One of them was in... Or was the, that the, Paxton? They're the no, same Paxton. person. They're never the same movie at the same time. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh, wait. I oh. just had the year. That's all I wrote. Oh, That's all you've oh done? Okay, sorry. Give me two seconds. Well, we were... I was deeply do you wanna, engrossed. Do you want to hear my crazy uh, movie idea? And I, I'm sure it's done. Sure. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Womanizer. Go on. Slinging this shit around. Well, guess what? He had a daughter. Okay. And guess what she did? What? She grew up to be a geologist. Love it. Love child. Yep. The hero is a woman. It's been done already. Tomb Raider. No, no, no. The Indiana Jones franchise comes full around. It's like the girl in um, Karate Kid. I don't like it. And this also could apply for James Bond because he slung some dick in the day. Yeah, so and he's got all a lot just, of girls. You're turning there. every franchise into women, like but, the Ghostbusters. But Jasmine with the, Bond with the connection that they're offspring. I'm out. I'd like that more if it was like Money Punny, Money Punny, Money Penny, and uh, I can't talk today. Money Punny, Money Punny. Simon, go ahead. Okay, for this one, I said it cost twenty-four million to make, and I said it grossed one hundred and ten million. All right, I said it cost forty-two point seven to make, and it grossed one hundred and thirty-four million. People just weren't into violence back then. It cost thirty-four million to make, and made fifty point three million. Wow, well, that was closer. But yeah. Closer on both accounts. It, it only gets really exciting for me now if one of you guys hits the dates, yeah. and it, even even when you get a year off, because the dates—that's the movie. You yeah. have a chance of the big shebang. Is that what shebang you mean? Shebang on, yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, the budget and the box office—you have a chance to be uh, bang on. The biggest thing I thought about is I believe the aliens could be like Avatar is, but in Avatar, the blues actually existed on planet. But there could be a parallel dimension where there's people like that who are the stewards of the planet that are upset that we're killing it or whatever. You know what I mean? It really, like he said, there was Avatar depression from that movie. People wanted That's because people like, are fucking stupid. They dare to dream. I mean, yeah. it's You want to be in a different place, a better place. That's what I imagine, though. Interdimensional. Like, there are aliens on this planet, like the Avatar people, whatever they are, but... Like we're walking past They're each just other. There. It's just, it's just. Well, dude, uh, I know we talked about this in the Patreon, um, which everybody should join, by the way. But uh, I really, a Bigfoot, it could be just coming in and out of dimensions. One hundred percent. I mean, that's what Rob Lowe thinks. Yeah, and all the more I've been actually giving a. Lot, what if they're just a species 
not an Earth species. What do you call the ape man? The ape man? The ape man? I don't know. You don't remember him talking about it? I remember him talking about it, but... He said he went somewhere, I think, where they said there's an ape man, and he heard it. Oh, yes. He did two separate Bigfoot uh, explorations, and he said he heard the tongue clicking and the... Lip sucking or whatever. Yeah, and uh, chest speeding. But I mean... Here's what I'll say about the noises. Yeah, but listen, okay? Rob Lowe's in nature. All the animals are going to be chest beating and lip sucking. Yeah. It's oh, Rob Lowe. Oh, you Rob concur? Lowe, he's yeah. so hot. Oh, come on. Okay, like, okay. I thought it was a pushback from you. But um, animals make crazy noises. Like Joe said it. Listen to an elk. They make crazy noises. Listen to a lynx. If you heard that out in the woods, you would think it was some crazy thing. The only time I give credence to the noises from a Bigfoot is if they sound like an ape. You, th- th- they can only sound somewhat like an ape. But why you you believe them to be alien? Why would an alien sound like an ape? That would be if they were a flesh and blood creature. If they uh, are an alien species, they could sound like absolutely anything. They could not make noise. They could speak totally telepathically, which they probably do. Like the idea of hearing an alien speak. The thing is, that's why when you walk by a Bigfoot, you just you're like, I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing because he's sitting there. Going, you don't see nothing. He's like John Cena. These are not you don't the see nothing. You are looking for. You don't see nothing. No, dude, can't that's, see me. He could be doing that whole. When I was in Costa Rica, yep. th- there's this thing called howler monkeys. Yes, and there's it's sort of sounds like that thing that Brian, Brian blew on the. Um, oh, those things are the nuts. death like the thing that started COVID. Oh, that's right. That's what started COVID. Yeah. Anyways, it sounds just like that. And uh, like Aztec death whistle. Someone has to tell you, don't worry, it's monkeys that are a kilometer away or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, no. It's, the primates make crazy noises. Crazy for sure. noises. That's what I'm saying. That's why I would give it credence here if they were making like crazy monkey noises. It's like a race to find Bigfoot, the keys to the ancient civilizations, or aliens. Well, aliens are going to be first. There we go. The ancient you, civil- heard it, you heard it here first. The ancient civilizations are obviously never coming out because there are so many people trying so hard to keep it. Technology, hidden. a million drones just take it out. And, and what was the overnight. third one you were talking about? Bigfoot. Oh, Bigfoot. Yeah. And that is all going to come down to when we understand dimensions. Portals. Portals. Or, or conversely, when somebody does like some good exploration into the deep, deep woods. And uh, I don't know if it's psychosomatic, but Joe describing his experience on DMT, cliche as it was, I, I felt like I had the same thing. This you, gesture-like thing telling me to fuck off. Is your argument that we haven't explored the woods? You say the deep, deep woods? Man, like it's the a lot deepest of woods, man. I feel like, it, here's a perfect example, okay? Take the Loch Ness Monster. So for years, people said, no, this can't happen. And everybody would do these like dinky experiments to like figure it out. And then eventually somebody said, you know what? We're going to fucking do this right. We're going to sonar this entire lake. At the same time, they stretched like 50 boats across the whole thing. And they just blanket swept it. They couldn't find it because it was obviously hidden in like tunnels somewhere. But they did, they did their job. You know what I'm saying? They haven't done that for Bigfoot yet. Like get a fucking crew of a million people together and start combing the woods. There's no money yet. No. 
I love I love that Kamar actually exercise <laughs> like he, he there's no money in it. That's he's, no, he's no, playing no, along. Whereas I'm looking that. at you like what a fucking crackpot well, no, that I have to sit here. When and, he's talking, I was thinking, wait a second, we'll just start GoFundMe's. But then you have an organization that's trying to dig up the pyramids or find the Bigfoot, and then they qualm and we fall apart. And and Kamar, why? Like, but hold on, you just get the an, same million people. You bring them over to Egypt, and everyone starts digging. We also need another group who's going to explore the ocean. Like, there's a lot to do, man. That's just not going to be done. Well, James Cameron, who they talked a lot about in this episode, he's the only man who has put his money where his mouth is and said, "You know what? If you fucks aren't going to go down deep, I'm going to go down deep." Who had lunch on the? I was just going to say, how Titanic. much money do you have to have to be like, where do you want to have lunch today? Like. Do you want to go to the deck of the Titanic? But then when nine eleven happened, then when you come out of the water, it's like the whole no world one cares has about changed. This right now. That's like who was talking the other day about how if you were like uh, in space and then you came home and coronavirus was going on, you'd be like, "What the fuck happened?" Or a coma. Imagine how crazy it would be if you were in space and like the coronavirus went real south, and everyone died when you got back. Well, I'm just saying, like, well, a you couldn't get back. That's it. Died. I was going to say, like, I mean, those guys You're are trained. Trapped in space? Well, no, first of all, those guys are trained for, like, those sort of scenarios to probably get themselves back somehow. Go to somehow. Mars. No, probably, go to Mars. Like that would be my worst nightmare. Well, they'd probably just stay on the moon. There's, like, a whole base up there. Well, that's what Rob Lowe was saying. That that's, there's a base on the moon. Well, what do you say? Can you believe the same technology that we get in there is, like, and Joe wasn't having it at all? Well, they've talked very little about Rob Lowe's amazing television program. Oh, you saw it? I've seen episodes of it. It's, and it's a little cheesy. It's, because you know, it's too too much Rob Lowe and not enough conspiracy? Well, it's just he's there with his sons. But my thing is, if you're willing to kind of put your name on the line to do something fun like that, good for you, you know? I don't care. If it's cheesy, fine, whatever. And if you get that, all the answers to these, and they're all logical, and they all make sense, and then life is just less fun. Did you see Elon Musk tweeted out the other day a picture of the pyramids, and it just said, of course, aliens built them? <laughs> Are you he's, on his side now? Like, no, I'm but so confused with you. It's so like... Because I my relatives made them, of course I know this. No, I, I really think that Elon is working with the... U.S. government, and I think this is like a little bit of disclosure, a little bit of disclosure. This is Elon weighing in that, yes, aliens exist. What I was driving at, though, Kamar, was the nine people who are keeping Egypt from us that we were just talking about. <laughs> they went crazy on Elon. They did this whole, like, the guy, there's one main guy, I forget his name. Um, fuck. Anyways, he's like the main caretaker of egypt's uh treasures he wasn't having of history uh, elon's uh, yeah he just got out there and he like ripped elon a new one and well like, maybe we just have to wait for him to die and then we can start moving forward elon no this guy is pushing back yeah that guy's real he's a problem we won't see him for he's a, while. a problem well i remember telling you a little while back uh, you know what it doesn't matter um uh, yeah Sir. Of course, the decorder cater. That was. That's Joe's number one story. Okay, so. I'm putting it down. Remember, we were asking that a couple of weeks ago. What we all thought our number one. What does Joe tell all the time? No, it's it's I, the will. It's the Hearst. That's I mine. Don't think it is. I think it is. I'm it's too long winded. It's the, the hemp, the decorder cater, yeah. the blacks and uh, marijuana. It's the decorder cater. <laughs> if decorder cater is involved, <laughs> you know that. What do you think it is? Well, mine is performing arts when he. 
ran, jumped the scene as a security guard. No, Pull this it's hoodie the fucking, up. these kids weren't uh, that great. You think it's the Holtzman? The Holtzman? Nah, no. That, yeah, Holtzman gets more no, callbacks than number, anything. That's the number one a comedian's joke no. he tells. William sure. Randolph Hearst, number one callback on the Joe Rogan show. I'd put my, I'm willing to put my reputation No, on what that. I would say is this, is if Joe was going to produce one episode of Hardcore History using just the knowledge he has, it would be William Randolph Hearst oh, and the marijuana prohibition. You agree? I th- well, he, I think he said it in the union he was in. That was, his, that was what he, he talked about. I mean, I'll put it to you this way. Like, when once he started in, I found myself lip-syncing what he was saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, almost, like it's almost like I've heard it so many times that I was like, uh, I don't know. Joe's stupid quote Did of you- the podcast... Do you have it ready to go? Did or? you know that before? Uh, just tell me when you're ready, Kamar. Did you know that before every match, BJ Penn watches Youngblood? I didn't before this. Yeah. yeah. Um, the script just doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When he said that, I was like, "Is this guy fucking serious right now?" <laughs> I know, I know, really? Did like it was like, well, I, there are uh, some yeah. holes in it. Yeah. But. Just, and, and he was like, and they got rid of Jada Pinkett Smith. She was like a real integral part of that. Because number was like, one was Oscar caliber <laughs> script writing, right? Well, it, it was a better one. It was, it was. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't like a. It didn't get Oscar nods. Regardless, it doesn't have to be criticized. Yeah. Even then, I don't remember Norbit being like one of the best movies ever. I think I think we all see different things, and uh, the coolest thing though, as I hope Simon got excited, is what made. Uh, Rob Lowe know he was going to be an actor. Oliver. Because of the play Oliver? You used to love that. I mean, I love Oliver. Can I get some more, please? Yes. Governor. I'm reviewing (laughs) the situation. Oliver wasn't such a big one for me. I don't know. uh... You've changed. I know Jesse loves Oliver. Jesse loves Oliver, 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 Oliver Twist. You know it. How yeah, about- I just, I'm so shocked that neither of you can do any sort of accent at all. No, you are to- on stage often. You, I guess, have, Consider you have all Consider yourself a friend. That's, Consider that's, yourself one of the family. That's Master of the House. That's from Les Miserables, isn't it? No, that's yes. My, that's Master of the House. Consider, Consider yourself, yourself is Oliver. at home. Consider yourself Part of the family. We've They're, taken to you so strong. That's Oliver. We're going, going to get, get along. along. No, that's... Uh, Are you talking about master of the house, the... keeper of the zoo. Different song Looking from a different play. for an extra center too. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Oliver. Oli- okay, okay, sure. It's Oliver. I don't care. I don't care. What about Roadhouse? I was born Gay- in the ditch. Roadhouse. Gayest fighting movie of all time. Still holds up. Watched it just the other day. Are you kidding? Nope. That movie does not hold up. Well, Jeff Healy, rest in peace. He's in terrible it. in it. He's blind. <laughs> like no. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna get everyone's tr- terrible. I'm gonna get in trouble because he's blind. Why is he in that movie? Strictly because he's a singer. I'm sure Patrick Swayze singer. liked his music. Yeah, who tried to get his movie or his uh, other song into Youngblood, and only the- to have it end up being a hit in Dirty Dancing. Guys, you gotta put. She's like the waiting. <laughs> yeah, in every movie he's in, it's written into his contract. You gotta put this in there. And then throw him in the bus and show him standing on the brick in the outsider uh, picture with his flats. Oh, it was just. This is what we've always wanted. I think, dude. The Outsider was was one of my favorite movies. You know, it's like, written by a fourteen year old girl. Yeah, S. C. Hinton. Mm-hmm. 
It's a well, that's classic. a nice piece of fucking <laughs> trivia right there. It is. Um, what also it, it was how he said they were 15 years old and they're all getting wasted. Yeah, getting the beer culture on the of set. Hollywood was just and how the lighting guys and the prop dudes were the coke dealers. <laughs> well, the props obviously, obviously <laughs> the big piles of cocaine. That's the only prop they have. That's the only prop. Just a ton of cocaine. Yeah. You do this, you'll see. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, it's gonna look like the Great Wall of China. Jason Bateman was on Little House of the Prairie. Yeah. I knew that. I didn't know that. That was crazy. Jason Bateman has been around. Forever, his he's entire next. life. Next he might be a Scientologist. So they, no, he's not. So they talked about Atlantis for a little bit, and I listened to this whole thing about Edward Casey, Edgar Casey, and he was that guy who like claimed he could f- cure people with his hands and he could see into the future. Um, but he did this. He would like talk through things. Would talk through him. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And um, a medium. Yeah, exactly. And he did this whole thing where he like explained the what Atlantis was all about. It's pretty neat, man. Like just as a story of what maybe could be. It's it's fun. Hang your hat on hope. Would you guys listen to this podcast? I think it would depend on the guest. Like I'm going to download it, but I don't oh, think I'll listen, listen to every to episode. His podcast, yeah. I don't. I, I probably won't become like a portal subscriber, but you know. Well, you shit on the portal before yeah, too. So. so, but I'm not shitting on this guy. <laughs> no, Rob Lowe is Rob Lowe is like. Excuse me. We'd even get. We'd even get how he, really the the come up. I got this movie, and the, you know what I mean. It didn't matter. It was just. I think his career was also too long. You know what I mean? Yes, he's, his life, his career spans so just, long that. But he got re he got rediscovered in Wayne's World. Remember, he was sort of a joke, and then he became yeah. the joke of Wayne's World, and then he, he was, was so well. Wasn't he in Austin Powers too? He plays the young number two. Yep. And then he was. So in, I was in the second Austin Powers. Yep. Yeah, and then he, but he was also in all the rest of the franchise. Well, West Wing was like his big breakthrough. His was it big comeback? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, West Wing was the big one. I was no just going to say Rob Lowe. something he was in though. That was very uh, my good. apologies. Um, Said almost fire. Oh, we were just talking uh, Parks and Rec. He's so funny in Parks and Rec. Yep. Like he is fucking hilarious in that show. Yep, he's that amazing. show's really funny. Totally underrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're an Office fan, yeah. you will love Parks and Rec. What's his name's character? And that is fucking incredible. The uh, Jurassic Park guy. Yeah. Well, Chris he, Pratt. He's he's like this generation's Woody Harrelson. Yes, agreed. You know what I mean? He was yeah. the, he was a part I'm of the going jokes to steal and your cheers, girlfriend. and then became the actor that did everything. Um, Although I think Woody Harrelson's a better actor. Yeah. Okay. We're done. Excellent. Can't wait. Well, they talked a lot. Uh, he wanted to know a lot about uh, DMT. He grilled Joe for a while on the whole. Uh, so he'll probably be doing that pretty soon. Well, if they legalize mushrooms, then we can do it. Well, he said he does mushrooms twice a year. There it is. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we can be done if you want. I don't know. Have you ever been to like a place where a disaster has happened? I go to my bedroom every night. Uh, well, we had an ice storm here. So I was here. Yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of a disaster. I don't think. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. What does that mean? Like I went to ground zero. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. That's not, yeah, is that a natural disaster though? Okay, sorry, not a natural disaster. I was there for the one year anniversary. Do you guys like fish and the Grateful Dead? No, yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. No. Either. 
Neither. Yeah, I don't no. get either of them. Um, Bill Paxton fans. Big fan. Favorite Bill Paxton movie? Paxton was the chill one though, right? One Paxton's of them. One of them is an aggressive over actor. No, Paxton. Which one was in Independence Day? Pullman. Pullman. I think they're the same person. No, they're not. Paxton is in Big Love. Did you ever watch that show on HBO yeah, yeah. about the polygamist? Yeah, but that doesn't. That's not helping me. Okay, Paxton was in Frailty, in Twister. which is one of my favorite movies. There's no fucking way that Frailty with Matthew McConaughey is one of your favorite Love movies. Love it. Are you fucking kidding me? You don't me? think that's a great Are, movie? Simon, if I had a gun right now, there'd be a fucking crime in here. You I'm not kidding not you. You do not think that's so, a great movie. So wait a movie. second, wait a second, wait a second. What movie? Frailty with yeah. Matthew McConaughey and Never Bill Paxton. It. Please watch it. Bill Pullman so was in Spaceballs. Yes. Bill Main Paxton was in Two Lies. Yes. yes. Pullman is almost un. Kamar, can you do me Paxton's a f- great. Can you do me a favor? Anything for you, Simon. Can you watch Frailty? So next week you can just say if you thought it was a good movie or not. Yeah. To, Thanks. To, to, you know to what, Kamar? No, no, no. Here's 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 how much of a good person I am. Don't watch Frailty. Trust Don't waste me, your fucking time. Kamar, you're gonna love it. I can't wait to love it. You 7.2. know what's incredible? He is honestly. I actually guarantee you, Simon, that he comes back here next week and looks at you instead of me and goes, "That's really one of your favorite movies." Is it really one of your... Fa- you just said one of your favorite hey, movies. Hey, it's guys, been a long hey. time since I've watched it, but I remember loving it. Expectation, expectation. Like, give yeah, me, yeah, give don't me build it up anymore. Okay. Um, how about Spade telling the joke about Eddie Murphy on the uh, Saturday Night Live and then Eddie Murphy calling him up and getting angry. Shooting star. That was amazing. That was, or a falling star. That's an amazing story. That was a sad about uh, talking about... Um, Chris Farley. Farley, we've talked about that before. I mean, it was just it was just everything. Um, Phil Hartman. Remember last week we were talking about Kubrick? Stanley. Yeah. We didn't talk about Lolita. Lolita was, have you ever seen Lolita? No. So Lolita was a movie he made where it was this fucking weird ass movie all about a guy who has an affair with a younger girl, I think is the gist of it. But there's all these like, bomb drop, not uh, Easter egg type things about like pedophilia and about these things happening in Hollywood because the guy was like an actor or something in LA. Um, It's been a really long time since I've watched it. (laughs) I'd have to look more into it, but I, it, it is, it's one of those weird ones where you're like, Kubrick knew what the fuck was going on. I mean, later he did Eyes Wide Shut, which I think was like... It wasn't Lolita but this was way before Roman Polanski, yeah. or was it before? I don't know. I Like, I'm not sure. Uh, Finger on the pulse. I don't think it was about uh, Roman Polanski. Finger on the pulse. Hold yeah. on. I'll, I'll tell you later in the post-show. Post-show. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to rewatch that as part of my Kubrick thing, and I'll let you know. Anyways, I think it's safe to say we all thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. Um, whatever did happen... My only thing is that when they started talking about bombing, and he said, well, I have the ultimate bomb. I watched the whole thing. It was just, oh. not, it was just not that it's bad. It's not that I, bad. He ends his show with it. Oh, and how about how they stood up for retarded? Oh, I knew you were going to be so amped on that. I was super amped on that, man. Like You're not alone? I'm not alone. And again, I have a nephew who is mentally challenged. Like... 
I wouldn't be out there throwing that word around willy-nilly if I thought it was really offensive. It's not about that. I, I have a, a comedian friend who uh, says, I was talking to my mentally challenged son-in-law, not son some relation to this person, about Trump, and they even said, this guy's retarded. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. And I saw him tell on stage, and it works. Yeah? No one It's out. your joke? No. Would I be hanging out with you, Jabrodies, oh, yeah. if I could pull off retirement on stage? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a quote right there. All right. Well, let's rate them then. All right. Let's rate them. Kamar, we'll start with you, please. And thank you. 4.5. Would have been a five if that bomb was as bad as he made out to be. I loved it. Simon? I'm going to give him a 4.3. I thought it was a fucking tremendous episode. I go to five. Back to back. It's a big spender. Yeah. This guy's just throwing fives. Out. I love I'm not. It. Listen, I'm I love not. you love it. And I said, I'd give it a five, except I actually stopped in the middle of the podcast, watched that thing, was like, this isn't the biggest bomb ever. Well, I mean, I didn't. And I just honestly, like, exactly. I, was, I was like, this it was, is a fucking, this was a great episode. And I honestly thought the one before it was really, but they're, these were both, this is both why you tune in. That's it. That's why they both get five. Yeah, end of the week was strong. I agree. It wasn't 10 strong, but it was strong. Rob Lowe. There we go. I don't know what else to say. I guess there's nothing else to say, except thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, we do have an email address. It's jreepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to, uh, I don't know, get in touch with us, tell Stir us it up. something. Um, these guys both have uh, Instagrams. Simon At has Kamar one. Babar. No. No, Simon doesn't have one. Kamar has one. At Kamar Babar, Instagram and Twitter. There you go. Uh, the show's Instagram is J-R-E-E Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram there. We don't post much, but whatever. Uh, there's a subreddit. It's uh, reddit.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. You can join in the conversation. Kamar's on there. There's on- a great moment on it this week where someone's like, what is the podcast where Matt tells a story? And then someone else piped in, it's this one. It was the one-year special. Oh, the one-year oh, anniversary. Because he said, That's I'm amazing, trying to yeah. get this podcast for my friend, so. That's amazing. Oh, there you Use go. Use it. Pass that along. His friend's a fuck. My dad's a lawyer, and he's coming after you. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, whatever. It's a legendary story. Um, what episode does Simon talk about aliens? Oh, one, sh- one through right. 94. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, we have a Patreon as well. If you want to support the show, uh, you head over to patreon.com slash podcast. You can uh, donate as little or as much as you want. There's different tiers. The tiers will start mattering, hopefully, once Joe moves to Texas. Um, so, for sure, by the end of the month. Sorry, Matt. Sure. No, it's fine. I don't really care about what I'm saying either. Um, that's it. And, of course, follow us on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You don't have to watch us. Like and subscribe. Yes, please. The YouTube. Like, subscribe. We're almost at 500, and then it's going to be 5,000, 50,000 in... Bob's Junko. And go listen or go leave a good review on uh, iTunes. Fight the trolls. I think you're only going to get that call to actually just stare them in the eyes. Please fight the trolls. Prove Simon right. Reviews. And to get merch, I mean, no. Okay, don't. It's fine. Don't do that. No, no. It's no. all good. No, we're not doing that. Don't buy that shit. <laughs> Whoa, easy. It's a learning process. Easy. 2020 goals. Yeah. Um, once, yeah, whatever. That's it. That's it. I'm done. I have nothing else to say. We're going to record a post show and you'll get that, uh, later on in the week. Oh yeah. No, that's it. If you're on Patreon, you get some stuff for it. Go check it out. Whatever. (laughs) Keep your eyes open.